0: And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, uh, January
1: 10th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia police are investigating after a mother of five was found dead inside her Mayfair home on Thursday night. Investigators said the victim's mother came home on the 4100 block of Levick Street near Frankfurt Avenue just before 7 o'clock. She saw that the back door was kicked in and her adult daughter's car was outside, according to police. The woman called 911. Investigators arrived at the home and found the woman's 25-year-old daughter dead in an upstairs bedroom. Police said it appears someone hit the victim over the head causing severe injuries. Investigators say the room was in disarray. They believe a violent struggle took place and it's unclear how the woman died, but police believe that she did know the offender. Police said the victim was a mother of five who worked for a bus company. She was fostering three children and two of the children were her biological children, according to police. None of the children were inside the home at the time of the incident. No arrests have been made. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. A Delaware teenager was killed when a car collided with a school bus on Thursday afternoon. The Colonial School District identified the female victim as a 16-year-old William Penn High School student. The accident happened around 3.40 at uh, Carolyn and Memorial Drives in Newcastle. Police said the bus had just left the Eisenberg Elementary School with 21 children on board. It collided with a vehicle being driven by the William Penn High School student. Three other 16-year-olds were also in the car. The driver was pronounced dead at the scene. One passenger was rushed to the hospital with serious life-threatening injuries. The two other 16-year-old passengers were taken to the hospital, but they were in stable condition. Parents rushed to pick up their children. Witnesses pulled over to try to help. The children on the bus, they say, they kept them in the back of the bus. Uh, in a letter by the Colonial School District, officials said that all of the Eisenberg Elementary students on the bus were shaken, but none of them were physically harmed. However, two 10-year-old boys were taken to the hospital as a precaution. They were later released. District officials said counselors, administrators, and crisis team will be on hand at schools Friday to assist students. The cause of the crash, rem- crash remains under investigation and no Charges have been filed. CNN obtained video on Thursday that appears to show a missile being fired into the Tehran sky and striking an object around the same time the Ukrainian plane crashed just after taking off from the city's airport. News of the video came hours after the leaders of Canada and Britain said that they have intelligence that the Ukrainian airline was shot down by an Iranian surface to air missile. Canadian Prime Minister, Minister Justin Trudeau, uh, whose country lost 63 citizens in the crash, called for a thorough investigation into what caused the crash. But would not provide additional details about the evidence and intelligence he cited. This may have been unintentional, Trudeau said at a news conference in Ottawa. Not long after Trudeau's news conference, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson said the country's intelligence uh, service had come to the same conclusion. CNN reported earlier Thursday that the U.S. increasingly believes Iran mistakenly shot down the airliner, mm-hmm. according to multiple U.S. officials. President Donald Trump on Thursday said he suspected the crash was not due to mechanical issues, indicating that somebody could have made a. Mistake. mistake. Mistake on the other side. Asked during a White House event what he thought happened to the plane. Trump said, well, I have my suspicions. In sports this morning... The Sixers came back to beat the Boston Celtics hey. last night in South Philly. Josh Richardson scored 29 points. Ben Simmons added 19, and the Sixers won 109-98. Nice. Birkin Korkmaz buried a three-pointer late in the fourth, and Al Horford converted a three-point play for a seven-point lead. The Celtics pulled within two, but the Sixers used a 9-0 run to put the game away and improved to 18-2 at home. The Sixers are on the road uh, next with a game in Dallas tomorrow against the Mavericks. Tip-off is scheduled for 8-30. Before last night's game, the team announced that Joel Embiid will have surgery on his left hand Friday in New York City to repair a torn ligament and be dislocated his left ring finger in the game against Oklahoma City on Monday night. The Sixers star will be reevaluated in one to two weeks. The Eagles fired offensive coordinator Mike Raw and wide receiver coach Carson Walsh. Uh, Head coach Doug Peterson announced yesterday, according to ESPN, two possible candidates for the open offensive coordinator post are former Indianapolis Colts head coach Jim Caldwell and former Washington Redskins offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell. The news comes a day after Peterson indicated that both men were likely to return to the Eagles in uh, 2020 in what turned out to be a public showing of support for assistance before the decision was finalized. And the Flyers, who are 14-2-4 and at home I. Have one of the best home records in the NHL, and they'll be in South Philly tomorrow night. The host Tampa Bay Lightning, the puck drops at seven o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning.
1: All right, thank you very much, Kat. At the end of the week, we have landed there, and we are loaded for bear. We got a lot going on today. We do have some cash, a couple of chances for you to win some good money. In fact, easy money that's what we call the contest. It starts at 8 a.m., your opportunity to win a thousand dollars. Very, very simple to do, too. And then later on, around 9.30, if you watch Dr. Oz, we have been doing this Watch and Win contest. We have yeah. $500. A question for you concerning yesterday's show. We'll have that. We also have, <clears throat> guess why, stopping by today. Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Yeah. Party of Seinfeld fame
3: and many other things as well.
1: And the last time we had him by here was a few years ago. It was one of our favorite interviews. He was great. Awesome.
3: And he is, as we know, a nuclear Pearl Jam fan. So
1: we decided to put him to the test. Yeah. We'll uh, get all that going when he gets on the air in the 8 o'clock hour. He's going to be at Punchline this weekend, tonight and tomorrow. I'll give you the times of the shows a little bit later on. Our friends from uh, Godshaws are here. So we're going to have turkey bacon to give away. So we'll uh, have a chance to win that stuff, too. So food and cash, that's a wonderful and thing. It's a good Friday. And, yeah, I, uh, I i didn't set my alarm last night. Casey and, and Steve contacted me this morning. You would think, getting an extra hour and 15 minutes
3: of sleep, that I'd be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. No.
1: I feel like crap.
4: Aww,
3: I don't know what that's all about. I have the same experience, also because you, it just sucks to be behind the clock when you're getting in the, in the morning. But for some reason... It throws off your schedule, your internal clock, and I think that always makes me feel yeah. more tired. Either that or I'm sick or something. It's yeah. really weird. Well, you wouldn't be the only
2: one. Are yeah. you getting ill or something? I, I don't know.
3: I, just,
5: I, I feel lousy,
2: but...
1: I'm planning on having a good time this morning. That's all that matters. You guys are going to raise my spirits. (laughs) And you'll learn the healing
3: power of turkey bacon. (laughs) That
1: that We will. Absolutely. I'll rub it all over my face. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second and we'll get into the entertainment report. I don't know what's coming. We'll find out together. We'll be right back. (laughs) Stay with us. Stream W anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to
6: WMR.com. You'll figure it out from there.
7: Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, "What does this mean?" I hate Steven Singer. Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price, one place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888. I hate Steven Singer. Online. I hate IHateStevenSinger.com, and our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly.
6: Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: All right, so we're going to do the stupid question this morning. I'm going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Philly Home Show. It's today through the 12th, and then the 17th through the 19th. At the Pennsylvania Convention Center. So question. Uh, we mentioned booze. Let's do a booze question. A martini with a pickled onion in it is called what? 215263WMMR. A martini with a pickled onion instead of an olive in it is called a what? 215263WMMR. We'll go through some birthdays. I got uh, just a few of them today. It is the 10th day of January. Uh, lead singer of Shinedown, Brent Smith. Yeah. Celebrates his 42nd birthday today. Very, nice guy. Very tight with WMMR. Yeah. Love uh, this song. And, I mean, Philadelphia loves this band. Yes. I mean, they are... They're, they just they pack them in at their shows, and uh, they they're fiercely loyal to the group, and they, and and it's, it's
3: reciprocated.
1: It's absolutely they they love this area. They do, yeah. And Brent recently sent a message over to Bill Weston, which I read on the air the other day because um, this song was uh, or was, no, it was it get was, up?
8: It was monsters. This this was- was- this was the song of 2018 but Monsters was the song of 2018.
1: Top song of MMR and uh,
8: and Brent had commented on that and he was like
1: he's like we're blown away we yeah, can't, we, we absolutely love that fact and so that's cool man. Great band, good people and Brent is a great guy. He's 42 years old today. George Foreman celebrates his birthday as well. Wow. Uh, The grill pitch man who had a little bit of a boxing career, too.
3: (laughs) Honestly, at this point, there are many more people who know him as the grill man. I know. Uh, And again, the story we've told and relayed, it's true. Uh, He was just a random selection. There were two people up to get that endorsement, Hulk Hogan and George Foreman. The difference was George Foreman was home to take the call. Yeah. and
2: Hulk, well, Hulk, So I thought Hulk passed on it. He didn't? He just missed the call? That's
3: basically it, one of two stories. But, but yeah, yeah. I, either he passed on it or he That's missed crazy. the call. But, but uh, yeah, wow. I Talk about a multi-million dollar mm-hmm. business venture. I'll tell and, you
8: what, it worked really well. I mean, you know, I was... Um, you don't see him advertised much more
3: uh, anymore, though, do you? No. Mm, no. No, not at all. But I tell you what, in his prime, in his boxing
1: days, he was a Beast, oh yeah, man.
3: and he admits he, he had Woof. he had that killer instinct. He did, he, and he, not on a Tyson level, but he was there.
1: But you would never think of that smiling guy <laughs> that we know now. Yeah, was the George Firm. If you go back and watch, uh, you know the the rumbling in the jungle. Yeah, and, and yeah, he was just scary, very scary. He's seventy one <laughs> years old today. Uh, Pet Benatar celebrates her birthday, sixty six years old. I popped uh, in a little Benatar last week. I I love Pat Benatar. Yeah, always have. She was uh, she was able to uh, ride that uh, that wave between pop and rock very very well. She's a legit rock star.
3: She is, and her husband is a uh, damn good guitarist, outstanding. And he does
1: tons of session work. He's he's uh, one of those kind of go to guys that people yes. know that they can hire and he'll get the job done. Uh, But uh, happy 66th birthday today to Pat Benatar. And one of the greats, Rod Stewart, celebrates his 75th birthday today. Just a smackdown. Just arrested for
3: assault on, uh, was it New Year's Eve? I think it might have been New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was with his family, (laughs) and I guess uh, there was a little bit of chest pushing.
9: Yeah, something like that. (laughs) One of my favorite commercials ever, local commercials for a radio station that used to be right down the street was... uh, Advertising Rod Stewart and the lady uh, doing the actual goes... Rod Stewart really melts my butter. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah.
4: Every time. Oh, every
1: it's a B101 commercial, it was, right? Yeah. Melts my butter. Rod Stewart really <laughs> melts what, my
3: butter. What rocker butter. doesn't want to hear that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but the faces, and, uh, you know, he had his disco face. Oh, yeah. And then he, uh, late in the career, now he does,
3: uh, like, these big band standards, and they sell like crazy. They do. I love his earlier work with the with the faces, though, and all that stuff is, is just <laughs> Really worth revisiting. Not Look. long
1: ago, I was listening to the song uh, Tonight's the Night, and I oh, it's a great yeah. freaking song. Tonight's, tonight's, tonight's tonight.
3: the Night! Yeah. The whole
1: thing, musically, it's excellent. Um, and this, I mean... yeah. This song's brilliant. It's
8: a great song. And uh-huh. then they had to pump his stomach one time, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, dog semen. semen? <laughs> That's you what I mold. heard. You, you remember the B one hundred and one
3: ad? He really melts my dog semen. <laughs> yeah.
1: There were these weird rumors about about him back in the seventies oh, yeah. that he was gay, and meanwhile he was banging every supermodel in the world. Yeah. That's my kind of gay. It was just because he he started dressing a little bit androgynously yes. and and having fun with it the must fashion. Be gay. Yeah, he that guy must be gay, but he was uh, no. He was uh, he
3: had all the ladies he oh, wanted, yeah.
1: but there were rumors about him. You know, yeah, they had to well, pump we, his stomach; well, he was full
3: of semen and all this stuff. We and, talked about that time, Preston, and those those particular celebrities, where you know they've just done so much sexually. Like, I wonder what it would be like to bang a wood chipper. You know, right, like, they're right, running exactly. out of things to hum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and
1: Rod Stewart and. Mick Jagger and David Bowie and all those guys yeah. would have been in that club. Right. Just let's let's try something new.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so happy 75th to the great Rod Stewart and then uh, Jermaine Clement of uh, Flight of the Concords, He's Very fun. And many other things. Uh, he was in um, one of the Men in Black
8: uh, movies, I think. And the third Dinner, one.
3: Dinner for Schmucks, right? Oh, Dinner for Schmucks. That's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's
1: so funny
8: in that. <laughs> and then the, um, what we do in the shadows? Yes. yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. What the, yeah.
3: That's uh, the vampire. The vampire movie with Watiti. Like a reality show. Yeah. Take your Watiti. And it's been made into a very funny series, if you ever
9: get a chance to watch He's a good singing role in Moana, too, Jermaine. Who he's, is he he's the giant clam in uh, under the sea, as you would imagine? Uh it's a crab, I think. Crab? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Crab, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh so he's uh a cram. 46 he's... today. All right, so happy birthday to everybody. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh what is a martini with a pickled onion in it instead of an olive called two one five two six three W M M R and it is uh Suzanne who's on the line. Suzanne? Good morning. All right, Suzanne, do me a favor, tell me what a martini is called when you have a pickled onion in it.
10: It's
11: called
1: a Gibson. A Gibson. Yep.
0: A yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes. Mel Gibson. A Mel Gibson.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Suzanne, hang on, we're gonna get your information
8: and we're gonna give you a four <laughs> pack
1: pe- four pack of tickets for the Philly Home show, which is today through the twelfth, at and the seventeenth to the nineteenth. At the Pennsylvania Convention Center, you can visit phillyhomeshow.com for tickets. Meet Kathy at the show uh, this Saturday. She'll be there from 4 to 6.
2: These bitches down the hallway, they yes. are talking so much trash.
1: Oh, no
8: Oh, kidding.
2: my God. You Listen, if you listen to the President of Steve show, you have to come out and vote for my design. You cannot let them beat me. It's personal now, right? Oh, my God. Andy is like the most competitive person on the face of the earth. Like, I mean, yeah. really, like shooting me dirty looks. Now I'm like, what, wow. what is happening? <laughs> okay. So uh, you, you please. Why well, didn't you know have that. to help me with
3: it? Was there a flare? Did you see something on social media?
2: <laughs> no, you know what? The um, NBC 10 released their video, so the video oh, is out okay. um, really? of us kind of shopping through IKEA and picking our stuff. And uh, apparently, I picked something that Andy picked as well, so that didn't go over well. Oh. Uh, so yeah. So no come kidding. out on. And I think voting is just this weekend. They're actually going to reveal who wins um, next Friday. So oh, right. this weekend, if you're coming to the home show, make sure you stop by. Um, I'll be there Saturday 4 to 6. But the design will be there the entire weekend. And you can vote the entire weekend.
1: Kathy, have you requested the full power of the Preston and Steve show? Because we can turn it
3: on
2: I, if you I want. I think so. I think I need it.
3: Okay.
1: All <laughs> right. I can't let these
2: ladies All leave you got to do is remind them that they
3: play country music. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, wait. But you said bitches.
1: Oh, Kristen, Kristen just. As Kristen bad. Herman? No. no. Kristen you could, could never win. We,
8: we know how bad <laughs> she
1: I
4: is. I got to say. <laughs> no,
2: but I will say last year. Kristen... I like their spunk. <laughs> yeah, no, they do. I will say last year, Kristen brought candy, and she was handing candy oh. out for
9: votes. Oosh. Kill him with kindness. <laughs>
2: yes. What a whore. Yeah. So maybe. Oh, you know what I'll do? I'll bring some calendars and I'll slide that Brace to, the, to yeah. the adults that come yeah. by.
1: Kathy, hand out some handies. Uh, to yeah, people. yeah, oh, yeah, I'll just, yeah. You can do that. Can Set up everything. a glory hole. A glory yeah. hole. Yeah, you should yeah.
8: bake cookies. Yeah, you should bake cookies and say that they're from Andy and Kristen. <laughs> right <laughs> anyway and vote, for, <laughs>
1: vote for kathy all right let's uh, get into some of the entertainment stories uh when prince harry Meghan markle shared the news that they were leaving the royal family many people were shocked including it seems the royal family themselves the queen we played the audio yesterday th- yeah. and other royals including his uh, uh father prince charles and brother prince william were completely caught off guard what the f- <laughs> yeah you could hear that <laughs> wow. obviously Uh, Source said the queen is devastated by the decision, although she had had been aware of their struggles the last few months and has been concerned for their well-being and their happiness. Um, So, listen, even if they leave the quote unquote, leave the royal family, they're still going to get the onslaught of the uh, of the tabloids. You know, I mean, there's still that's
3: exactly right, Preston. Yeah, that's exactly right. Also, on this case, and I was reading a timeline the Daily Mail is suspect. Sometimes they're spot on, and sometimes they're, uh, you know, way off the mark. But this seems pretty accurate. They they made their feelings known yeah. um, to the Queen and and to the other members of the royal family, and they jumped ahead of their their own proposed timeline with the release of this. They basically the Queen was saying. This is not the kind of thing you can just blurt out. We need to work out how it's going to look to the public and how we proceed with it. She wasn't putting the kibosh on it, but basically saying, well, let's work this out. And right. they jumped ahead of that.
1: Oh, by the way, here's, a, here's a, a phrase that I had not seen until just now. It says here, another spy predicts that the Queen will make them pay for their Megxit.
4: <laughs> Megxit. Oh,
3: <come> <laughs>
1: Without offering. It's, the new,
3: it's the new Watergate. Megxit. Yeah.
1: Uh, So there seems to be a lot of confusion. Hours after they said that they wanted to carve out a progressive new role, the monarch reacted, uh, saying that the conversation is still in the early stages. Well, I heard they want to do the ninja challenge. Okay. It's still unclear if Harry will still be the sixth in line to the throne behind Charles William and William's three children, George, Charlotte, and Louis. Uh, Right
3: now he's behind Adele Preston. Uh, Before (laughs) and after their announcement speculation of
1: a rift between Harry and Meghan and William and his wife, Kate, was renewed. And then on Thursday, Meghan and Harry's message to Kate on her 38th birthday incited a furious reaction. Uh, so I don't even know what it was. Well, they wrote, wishing a very happy birthday
3: to the Duchess of Cambridge today. Did you see how dramatically, though, the queen has cozied up to Kate Middleton? They went ziplining yesterday. Oh, no, <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's cool. Uh, I mean, that shows you because they're they're the more conventional and even they though I think again we say they 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 put a good foot forward for the for the yeah. monarchy. Yeah.
4: Whee! That's what <laughs> I get to do. Is this?
3: <laughs> uh by the way, Madame
1: Tussauds, <laughs> London uh, seems to take things rather hard as well. The curator at the uh, Wax Museum removed Meghan and Harry's wax figures away from the rest of the royal family in
3: response to their decision.
8: And they turned a flamethrower yeah. on
3: them in the parking lot.
8: Wow. I honestly can't believe how, like, crazy people are going over this. Um, yeah. I, listen, I'm not into the royal family to begin with, right? Yeah. Like, you know, the, both those royal weddings and the babies and you all that, that sort of stuff. I don't—I I really— I don't care. Like, it, it, I, I get annoyed at, at um, all the pomp and circumstance around it. Not um, like fish. Uh, no, yeah. not like I mean, those guys actually have talent and bring <laughs> something to the world. Um, <laughs> but, uh, the, you know, my, my wife sent me a text yesterday going like, oh, my God, can you believe this? I'm like, I'm interested <laughs> in
3: it. I, it doesn't matter either way. As Preston points out, regardless of what they end up doing, it's, they're going to still be under, in fact, the yeah. scrutiny' will probably increase exponentially. I'm interested because I've watched
1: the Crown, Steve.
3: the <laughs> crown is so honestly, it you're has right.
1: made me much more
3: interested in the royal family and it's a great show It's a great and it also show. in all this stuff when you look where you might have before tended to dismiss and go ah oh, these these elites and so on and so yeah. forth, the truth of the matter is you see there's a lot of sacrifice yeah. there's a lot of b s that goes on, a lot of protocol that they're they're slavishly. Uh, held to task with mm-hmm. so it's yeah you're right i agree
9: well, i'm kind of with you though case because the other night we were sort of like on the precipice of war and there was a, the impeachment trial was <laughs> about to start and then this was like the third story and it got as much coverage and this is i guess important to a lot of people but to me not quite on that level
1: well yeah i mean listen there's there's serious stuff right. obviously but then there are distractions which i think we need when there's real sure. serious heavy stuff going on the nick did time. you
2: watch the crown too
9: oh yeah yeah okay it. and
2: you watched downton abbey is it what would i like the crown
9: Yes, very much so.
2: Because I, I, you keep saying that, Preston. I'm like, I have to watch it. It's
9: really and, good. Yeah. The, and
1: and what what the the deals with the crown is is you can watch several episodes and then you forget to take a good look at when they're in these surroundings. Like, where did they film this stuff? I yeah, mean, yeah, not, yeah. It looks like they're really yeah. in these locations. It's right. Unbelievable. So anyway, I recommend it. It's really well done. Harvey Weinstein's legal team filed court documents uh, yesterday requesting that Judge James Burke step down. We said this, citing his inflammatory threat to throw Weinstein in jail over the cell phone use. But Burke denied their motion. He had said, I certainly never meant that I was going to put your client in jail for life, nor did I mean that I had prejudged whether he is guilty or not guilty or innocent of the charges. All I meant to
3: do was scare him enough for him to discontinue using his phone. So what they really did was a really good maneuver. Uh, nothing was advanced on their side, and they managed to piss the judge off even further. <laughs> yeah. and then, right. Uh, the court does not know the verdict and has not made a call on what it might be
1: or might not be. Son of a bitch. He further commented a judge admonishing a defendant for repeatedly not following the rules of the courtroom does not show bias, but rather simply a judge maintaining order and decorum <laughs> in his courtroom. is that what the judge is supposed to He's do? He's saying shut the F yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Hey, Justin Bieber, you mentioned this, Steve, yesterday, has revealed that he was uh, recently diagnosed with Lyme disease. Uh, Bieber shared the news on an Instagram post on Wednesday. He said, well, a lot of people kept saying Justin Bieber looks like S on meth, etc. They fail to realize that I've been recently diagnosed with Lyme disease. Not only that, but I had a serious case of chronic mono, which affected my skin, brain function, energy, and overall health. Uh, those things will be explained further in a docu-series I'm putting on YouTube shortly.
3: Yeah, he's he doing said, a whole elaborate thing about living with it <clears throat> and being diagnosed with it. It's he said, well. you can learn all that
1: I've been battling and overcoming. It's been a rough couple of years, but uh, getting the right treatment that will help treat this so far incurable disease, and I will be back and better than ever. You
3: know came to his defense is Avril Lavigne. Oh, she, no she also has
1: Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Bieber's news comes after he released his first new solo single in more than four years last week. Yummy. Yummy. Yummer. Uh-huh. Brad Pitt uh, says that um, Bradley Cooper helped him get sober. Bradley Cooper helped us all get
4: sober.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's been open about his journey for sobriety and explained that after his split from Angelina Jolie, he decided to stop drinking in 2017. He began attending Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. At the National Board of Review Annual Awards Gala Wednesday night, he revealed his good friend Bradley Cooper helped him make the change. Well, wait a second.
3: If Bradley Cooper is our dear, dear friend, does that in a way make Brad uh, Pitt
8: our dear friend as well? Transitive property, yeah. Yeah. Cooper presented. He told me and Nick separately that he crushed a cheesesteak when he was here in Philadelphia. Yeah, I remember.
1: Cooper presented the 55 year old. Presented, what is this? He presented the 55
3: year old presented.
1: Yeah, that's what it says here, literally. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's supposed to say Cooper said the 55 year old presented with a uh, Best Supporting Actor award for his role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And in his speech, Pitt said, He's a sweetheart. I got sober because of the sky, ah. and every day has been happier ever since. It's nice. Uh, Cooper told Barbara Walters in 2015 that he stopped drinking in his late 20s. Uh, calling the change beautiful. So
3: well, I guess there was a picture of both of them, Kathy at Floral and Hardy. Uh, what? Yeah, yeah oh. they, they do a lot of a. Uh, How did arts I and miss crafts. that?
9: <laughs> They're doing arts and crafts.
1: Yeah,
8: that's oh. the
3: healing process.
9: Who's
8: <laughs> older, by the way? Oh, I would Brad say Pitt. Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah he doesn't Bradley look older. Bradley Cooper is like me and Nick's age.
1: There was a picture of them side by side, and and Bradley Cooper actually looks a little older than Brad Pitt. I think,
8: and right? I I don't
3: mean this disparagingly wow. to Bradley Cooper, but I do not like his haircut. No, it looks sort of of uh gumpy and
2: preston i will say i think that brad pitt has probably had some face work done whereas maybe bradley cooper hasn't gotten there yet
3: you think brad pitt has yes. had some face work oh, he done? Has, yeah
4: what no, totally
3: i don't i'm not sure yeah, i'm his, not sure his face is
2: too tight for his age well
3: okay. he's just tight all over man <laughs> bill cosby is appealing a
1: court decision last month that upheld his conviction of sexual assault uh, this appeal was filed with the Pennsylvania Supreme Court and focuses on several issues, including a judge's decision to let five other accusers testify.
8: I did every one of them. No, no, no. I didn't do any of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the
1: court. We just really need to rehearse this before we go uh, in. The court uh, does not have to take up the case. Uh, the 82 year old is serving. No, eight, if you're
3: careful, you might learn something.
1: Uh, 32 uh, is. The, I'm sorry, the
3: 82-year-old. 32 year old 42, hike. Is... <laughs> He's just commenting put, put, on everything he I hears. I love that techno football. Yeah,
1: uh, The 82-year-old is serving a 3- to 10-year prison sentence. Of course, we know that. Uh, okay, what else we have here? YouTube star Tana Mungo. Oh,
8: my God. This, Steve, this one's going to blow you away, man. All right.
1: Tells Page Six that she's just trying to chill out and live uh, her best life after splitting with Jake Paul. Oh, my God. Just wait. Okay yeah. She, yeah she
3: said this is one you were telling me this about? The, uh, I wait, haven't even, wait even read you I hear it. the details so right of this. now we know she's attempting to live her best life but I, go ahead
1: I got yeah. to work late this morning so I haven't even read the information that I'm passing along to you so I'm in on this as well uh she said <laughs> I'm just really focusing on loving myself, doing good things for myself, trying to really focus on my mental health and physical health and help my followers do the same and see where life takes me. I don't want to really force anything or rush anything or be with anyone right now.
8: It's crazy, huh? So so
3: she, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, she had just married Jake Paul? Not that long ago. About a few months, correct? Uh-huh. They got
1: married in, in Las Vegas in July. Okay. But their union was never legally binding, it says here. Was this one of those Elvis
3: ceremonies? Had to have been like
1: a
8: All
3: right. Yeah, like or a Or a, a Downton Abbey uh, ceremony, which is catching on in Las Vegas as well. Oh.
8: Steve, I was watching CNN last night and- uh, They broke in for this? They broke in for this. Wow. Yeah. They were in the middle of the- uh, They were talking about the surface-to-air missile in Tehran. Yeah. And Bruce and-
3: Blitzer, we're going to go away from this right now. <laughs> Jake Paul stories are developing.
1: I don't even know who she is. Tana Mungo. Uh, I <clears throat> she's a YouTube star, so I don't, I don't know. Mungo
3: just pawn in Game of Life.
1: Basically. I don't know what her thing is on YouTube, what she does. I, have I no think idea. it's being and... just
3: about lost his coffee when you said <laughs> Mungo is just pawned in, in Game
1: of Life. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know. Uh, there, You know, there are so many Instagram models. I guess uh,
1: she's an influencer. Nick pulled up her pictures, yeah. and it's just her doing that stupid, hey, look at me
3: I uh, was, the, photo uh, thing. There's this very beautiful girl who I had no idea who she was. I kept seeing her pop up. Her name is Sophia Diamond. Have you seen her pop up, Preston? No. Uh, you call up a picture of her, right. and <laughs> it's one of these people. I, I figured, okay, of course she has to be an actress. She has to be. All she really is is she's on TikTok and
8: Instagram. That's it, huh? Yeah. That, That's it. They're
2: stars now.
8: Hey, yeah, sort hey, of. Anybody see that chick who was able to stand up? with? She laid on her stomach with her hands behind her back. And
2: she could stand up? And she
8: could stand up without uh, rolling over on either side? Have you seen that? This no. chick should be... Everybody should know her. She who should she host is. the Oscars. Yeah, she should host the Oscars.
2: <laughs> I need to see that video. Oh, you got to watch. She it. She does it
8: the whole time on the ground with her <laughs> hands. Yeah, behind yeah, her yeah. Back. I want to see if you like could dur- do dur- this. i going to
2: No, during the break, I think, think we should all do it. Yeah. Yeah.
8: Explain it to me. All right, so I, I don't understand. What you need to do <laughs> is lay on your stomach, yeah. okay, face down. Lay on your stomach uh, with your you know legs straight out and put your hands behind your back. Yep. And then you have to be able to try and stand up, but you're not allowed to roll over on either side. So but, she she sort of pulls herself in like an inchworm, right? No. Uh if you guys have the video, roll it because I did not see I thought you were gonna roll in like an inchworm, but this chick what, is she who should have the up her Oscars now? No. I I don't even even I don't even know. No, <laughs> I, I don't want to tell you guys. I want you guys to see. Did this you watch on your own. it? I, yeah, I watched right. it. I'm not going to tell you. All right. I don't want to ruin it for you. And that you know I don't want to she... spoiler avert. Do you know uh, who she overt? is? Oh, my God. Uh, I do not know who she okay. is. Okay. Uh, so we don't know if, like, she's an Instagram model uh-huh. or something like that. Nah, this is a TikTok <laughs> thing. Okay. But this was, like, blowing everybody away. I th- when yesterday. you said, do
1: you know who she is? I thought you were, like, you were yeah. going to reveal it? It's Judy yeah, Day. it's <laughs> Marilyn <laughs> Russell. Yeah, <laughs> I had, to,
8: yeah, I had, to, I had to, no idea. No, it's Kathy Bates. Okay. Well well... Uh, I thought uh, Damara was going to be able to find the video, but she can't. Wow, oh my God, even Nick Murphy can't even find it. Don't worry about it, because I don't care. We're going to move on. <laughs> yeah, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Uh,
1: I think we should do... It's Friday, so we got movies opening. we got clips to do, all this stuff. So let's go ahead and get into that. Right now... <laughs>
3: So majestic.
1: New movies opening this weekend. Uh, we'll start with this one. Underwater is a horror film directed by William Eubank and uh, Kristen Stewart's in it. As, she looks like Eminem in it. Uh, as well as uh, T.J. Miller and John Gallagher and a bunch of other people I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's about crew members on a search vessel at the bottom of the ocean and they're terrorized by a mysterious creature. Do
3: you know what it is? The cre- creature turns out to be Dora.
1: Oh my God, yeah. really? They've made her a, Yay. a villain. Wow. <laughs> um PG thirteen, hour and thirty-five minutes long. It's got a fifty-three percent score at Rotten Tomatoes. Also open is, this weekend is Like a Boss. It's comedy, and it is directed by Miguel Arteta. Stars Tiffany Haddish, Byrne, Jennifer Coolidge, Billy Porter, Selma Hayek, and Ari Grainer. Uh the owners of a cosmetics company get an offer to offer from an industry titan. But things change more than they anticipated. It's rated R, hour and twenty-three minutes. Ooh, it's only got a twenty-four percent score so far.
3: Have you seen Rose Byrne lately? She's blonde.
8: Is she blonde? Yeah, she looks uh,
1: good. Yeah, she's a uh, she's very attractive. Uh, then you have uh, Just Mercy opening as well. It's oh, we a, had yeah. those guys in the studio. We did yeah. yeah. It's a drama, and it is directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, and it stars Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson, O'Shea Jackson, uh, Tim Blake Nelson, who was here in our studio to promote that as well. Uh, lawyer fights to exonerate a man on death row. It's rated PG-13, uh, two hours sixteen minutes, eighty-two percent. Oh, so good, nice. Scored very well, and it was it was cool to to meet and hang out with those guys. Really was. Yeah, it was a great interview. We loved how Tim Blake Nelson back out to talk yeah. about The Watchmen. Oh my God, yeah. And then, also opening this weekend, is 1917. Ooh, I want to see this. It is an action drama directed by Sam Mendes and uh, Andrew Scott, Benedict Cumberbatch, Richard Madden, and others are in the film. Colin Firth is in it. Uh, it's about two soldiers that are sent on a dangerous mission during World War One to save 1,600 men from certain death. Uh, rated R, hour and 59 minutes long. It is an 89% score. At rotten tomatoes and this is the single shot or is
3: it supposed to feel that way yeah they're there are they shot so they're eight and nine ten minute segments that are single camera shots okay so and they're they're they're, they're stitched
9: together uh, I you know I
3: was this based on an actual story, Nick? Yeah, know? oh yeah, it's based okay. on a true story. Yeah. yeah,
9: it looks fantastic. This is one that I would like to see in the theaters. I think it's one of those ones you don't yeah. want to wait till, you know, it's on Netflix or whatever. So those are the movies opening this weekend. Okay, we have this video. Should we watch it?
1: guys. Describe it to those of you who are listening on the radio. There's a woman lying face down, her hands behind her back uh casey says she has an interesting way of getting oh she, does, my God. oh she does the split.
3: <laughs> oh yeah that's <laughs> that's pretty amazing that's pretty bad okay, she
1: does the splits and brings her legs all the way up uh even with her body and then she wow. just sits up so there you go
2: that's impressive i would
1: imagine lots of limber people can do that
8: i think nick
2: McQueen can
3: do it <laughs> oh, yes yes do you think, yeah, of me? You think yeah. limber i absolutely think we that, just need someone down the hall to get his balls when they roll down <laughs> to pull that off yeah wow
1: yeah, I, I know a bunch of cheerleaders who could probably do that. My my daughter cheered, and there are some girls where you look at me going, how is that physically possible that you can do that? I that's mean, you... a
2: lot of core strength, too, though. Yes. That's not just oh my
1: flexibility. God,
4: yeah.
2: Yeah. I got both of those.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: All right, uh, we're ready for
1: the clips. Here we go. <laughs> The legal drama "Just Mercy" tells the true story of Brian Stevenson as he takes on the high-profile case of the wrongfully imprisoned Walter McMillan. In this clip, Michael B. Jordan talks about the impact that the film would have uh, would have had on McMillan. Here we go.
0: I think uh, just the entire thing, man. Like, how, basically, how do you feel? Like, how, how does that? You know, we did this for you. Hopefully, we made you we made you proud. You know, hopefully, we did your story justice.
8: Anyway.
1: Um, Just Mercy is in theaters nationwide today, as we mentioned earlier. Here's the next clip. Magnum P.I. follows a former Navy SEAL who repurposes his skills to be a private investigator. Here, Jay Hernandez explains what he wants to bring to the role of Thomas
3: Magnum. For Magnum, it's like this kind of easygoing charm, just you know, kind of person that both guys and girls want to hang out with. And I mean, I think that's kind of what Tom Selleck embodied. So uh, it's something that I try to bring to the character. Oh God, I love you.
1: I wonder what. Uh, so it's a brand
3: new episode of Magnum PI. Yeah, the series has been on for a couple of years now. Oh, has it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder
1: what kind of car they're going to give him. You know, because uh, gave him a big, had Ferrari. Yeah,
3: he's got a Ferrari, yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh, he is,
3: uh, <laughs> he's got another show, Magnum PI, on CBS Tonight at was 9 p.m. Was he
8: original Magnum uh, Navy SEAL, a former Navy yes. SEAL? Okay. Yeah. In
3: fact, if you remember in the opening credits, they would show him in his uh, Navy whites.
8: Okay. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're
3: right. All right. And that
8: is what we have
1: in the entertainment report this morning. <laughs> All right, why don't we take a break, come back in a moment. We are going to have in this studio uh, Patrick Warburton, Putty of uh, Seinfeld fame. He's yeah. great, great guest, wonderful interview. Uh, we're going to spend some time with him in the 8 o'clock hour. Speaking of the 8 o'clock hour, right as close to 8 as we can get it, easy money, $1,000, your chance to win, and other chances to win some stuff as we go through the course of the day. We'll be back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us.
3: 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Huxley. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air,
0: online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com, keyword local
8: shots. Huxley, Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: I noticed some stuff this morning. Holy crap. I'm putting on the mask. I'm going to be the noticer.
3: The noticer.
1: The first thing that I noticed. That and was I, quick. It, well, yeah. The first. Well. I, I did not set my alarm last night. Did notice you notice
3: you didn't set his alarm?
1: Very rare occasion, and uh, so these guys had to wake me up. I got an extra hour and 15 minutes sleep, but I don't feel like I got to feel lousy today. Um,
3: did you notice what time I called? No, I didn't. It was two minutes earlier than the... I called... I called <coughs> call a quarter after, you yeah. know, because that's our thing. That gives you enough time to get here. Yeah. Because we're both... We, we are both... Absolutely committed to making sure we get prep time. Yeah, and uh, and so I did a few minutes early because I felt I, I, this seems didn't like feel right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, well, the one thing and I notice it every time that I do happen to have an occasion where I, I come into work late is. Uh, you you people who are listening right now who are in your car and you drive in, in rush hour traffic deserve a medal because Absolutely. it's just the worst. And These that's deserve Purple Hearts. Yeah, and it's uh, it was, you know, like five twenty by the time I got on the road, which is still pretty damn early considering the morning commute like what's going on right now. And I was already at my wits end. I hated it. I hated every uh-huh. second of it. And it you know, we're on the road in the four o'clock hour to get to work here. It's a breeze, I yeah, mean, no question. But slip the trade-off, drivers and, uh, and perverts. Trade off is you got to get up at four a.m. Yeah. Uh, in order to have a breeze of a drive in. But it was just I, I hated every second of it. Aggressive drivers, people driving like a holes, not knowing the merging rules and all this stuff. And that was at five twenty this morning.
9: So I have a question, uh, and um, I don't know what the answer is, which is why I'm asking it. Um, a lot of people that I notice on the on the hour that we're driving in in the morning are contractors and i'm wondering if they're going to their jobs or if contractors have to go to like some kind of office first and then i don't know why contractors have to be up as early as we do. And well, I, I'm just putting that out there because I know a lot of contractors listen to the more show. More often than not, they're going
3: directly to the site. Yeah, right? That,
9: we that early? Well, Yeah. It but if, if you're a contractor and you show up at, at somebody's house at 7 in the morning, are they... Well, also, there's regular you know commercial sites and things like that. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It
2: also depends on your job. There are guys that go to the site where all of the equipment is kept. They got to pick up the truck. They got to pick up all the equipment, drive it to right. the site. So it depends on your job. All right.
8: That's why I asked. Uh, so I don't <clears throat> have normal road rage in the morning because I, I don't really rage at other drivers and cars and stuff like that. So I want to ask you, you guys yourself up. No, well, I want to ask you guys if if you guys uh, internally rage like this. Uh, I, what really sets me off is catching lights where there is no traffic coming the other way. Like, uh, yes, uh, like, uh, but you can you you know how to play the lights in your neighborhood, I, Steve? I can't. In fact, I actually had to switch my route because a new light started happening. I used to come down through like Havertown and I used to catch this light at, uh, right in front of St. Dennis church. And there was, there was nothing I could do about it. So now I just go down route one and I, 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 you know, out of the five days of the week, at least two or three of the days I get stuck. There are two lights in front of a shopping center I get stuck in at, at least one, probably both of them, and there's no, the shopping center's closed. I can't really relate to it. I take
1: mainly interstate to get here, so okay. I, it's, uh, the, I don't rage on the traffic light. May there.
3: I suggest something, Casey? Mm. The soothing music of Enya. Orinoco Flow. Orinoco Flow. that doesn't yeah, do it absolutely.
1: for you, yeah. I, I don't know what. But anyway, listen, you guys and, and uh, who, who are dealing with people... <laughs> Uh, on the road, I I feel for you, yeah. but you know you got to do it. There's what there's the pros and
3: cons both side. On the other yep.
1: side, you got to get up at three forty-five. Yep. So th- anyway, that was that was a personal notice. Notice
3: or notice something personal?
1: Is
9: noticement a word? <laughs> noticement. Well, right now it is. <laughs> Thank you. Is, is Bloody Murray a drink? You know. uh,
1: well, yes. <laughs> right. So the noticement is a word. All right. How about this? I noticed this story the other day. A proposed law in Virginia could expand an open container alcohol law to smaller shopping centers. Right now, only four shopping centers in Virginia actually let people buy a drink at a restaurant or bar and then go walking around with the drink in a special cup as they shop. So, Kathy, Love you it. could
3: conceivably walk around Target with a glass of wine.
2: <laughs> um, that's great.
3: You, you do like that? Yes. Okay. I wonder, well, I assume it's in specific areas, right? Obviously, you'd have to, as you said, you have to, <laughs> this could be the road to folly if this goes completely Across all the you what know, well, The only thing is you, you, have, to, you have to drink in,
1: in a special cup. So, so Not to, out of a bottle in a bag? Well, you have to purchase it there. All so right. So you got to buy it from a restaurant or bar. So, yeah, you can't have a little shopping cart with your six-pack in, and, yeah, you just, right. you know, and you're sport- popping them as you're going along. <laughs>
3: yeah. hey, <this> <laughs> just shopping over here. Can you do lines as you
1: walk yeah.
4: around? Uh,
1: only developments on at least 25 acres can apply for what's called the Commercial Lifestyle Center License. Ooh. Uh, the idea is... Weird to help the brick-and-mortar businesses compete with online sellers, so they've added
3: booze as an enticement this for you a, to go out and shop. They're flat-out stating that, which I think actually, yeah. though, yes. Uh, yeah, then I support it. If, if you're making it more of a, um, you know, uh, uh, if you're enhancing the shopping experience. Uh, yeah, Preston, what if they allowed you to walk around with a turkey leg? Uh, that you as probably as you should, can. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You probably can. There's
3: some places, though, that specifically forbid you coming in with food? With food and drink.
1: That's a good question. Mm. I haven't had that experience in a long time. I do remember as a kid, like, you couldn't take food into yeah. stores. Right. Uh, and anyway.
3: what, if it's, what if it's your your support turkey leg? You
1: know, well, like you'd bring
3: a support animal in. Yeah, it's got a little vest that it wears. <laughs> yeah. Dead
2: animal that you're eating.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know what the... I haven't been asked to not bring food or drink
3: into a, uh, an establishment. I'm, I'm always leery if At I walk ages. into a place, if I have a cup of coffee or something, and I, I you know... Mm-hmm. I'll stay outside.
2: I well, it kind of be,
4: let's,
3: with- let's imagine you have a
1: full plate of nachos and you go into Hermes. <laughs> right, yeah, or yeah, yeah. I don't however you pronounce don't think that place.
11: <laughs> <laughs> My, what's this color
2: there. again?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't think that would be okay. Um, I'm sorry.
3: But, I got rib sauce on it.
2: No, what I was going to say, like, places like, um, you know, the coffee shops or, like, the little delis or whatever inside of stores like Target. Like, that takes it away because you can buy the food right, right there, there and walk around with it.
3: Exactly. Huh. Uh, I, I'm, I'm down
1: with this idea. But booze, beer, wine. I uh, love it. Uh, cocktails.
2: I, combining drinking and shopping. Come on. I mean, listen, yes, it would be terrible for my credit card, but I would, I would make a night of it. That, I'd be like, I'm going out tonight.
1: Well, we used to do the men shopping night, uh, where Whoa. we would take a bunch of guys. Uh, you know, King of Prussia Mall. We did it several times, yeah. and we'd start off by uh, going to the the brewery that used to be there, and we'd have a few drinks and go around. Then some of the establishments would actually have yeah. beer and wine. Were you allowed to drink go- in the mall though? I yes. mean, like the regular. Nah, I don't know no, if we, we could had walk. Before. You had to drink it in the store. In the you store. weren't. I don't remember walking oh. around the mall with an open beer. I don't mm. think you could do that.
2: I kind of feel like I remember seeing you with a beer walking like from okay. store to store. Mm. Uh, a friend of mine recently told me that she... Um, so, like, you know, if you, you go out, you drink, you take photos, and the next morning you're looking at your photos, you're like, wow, I don't... I don't remember taking that photo. <laughs> she said that she will get confirmation emails, and the next morning she'll wake up and she'll be like, what did I buy? Oh, and no. And she, she like, buys tons of clothes and shoes, like, after she's had a couple glasses of wine. I didn't know they she, made... doesn't remember. They
8: made six-headed versions. <laughs> wow. Okay. A, a couple glasses of wine? Like, what else is she doing? That she's... Getting Forgetting, that hammered.
2: Yeah.
1: Ludes. <laughs> what? Just a couple of glasses, one. Mm-hmm. We'll get
8: her to uh, right. no
9: I don't memory. know. Maybe <laughs> <we> she's
2: <should laughs> drinking a bottle. I don't Just know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: Okay. All right, so anyhow, this is in Virginia. They're working on that. So Interesting. That. All right, uh, let's see what else I notice. Um, More from
3: the noticer. He never stops noticing. Uh, I noticed know- a little late this morning, so he's not quite
1: on his game. Right I know. It's true, man. Uh, so with the, the pending military activity that's been taking place, there are... Uh, you know, people that are concerned about another war taking place in the Middle East. And believe it or not, scammers are taking advantage what? of this. A new trend sees scammers texting people saying that they've been drafted by the
3: military. <laughs>
10: oh, my
11: God.
3: And need to report for immediate departure to Iran. So last night, <clears throat> I arrive at Paris Island. <laughs> I get out and I slap my forehead. I'm like, oh, No. It was fake. Uh, The messages
1: are all fake. Of course, this is a... uh, Who who sent this information out? Uh, Anyhow, this is a quote. It says, uh, the messages are all fake. The U.S. Army released a statement. Here we go. Uh, Confirming that they are all fake on uh, Tuesday, an expert also pointed out to USA Today that the U.S. military has been volunteer-based for nearly 50 years, with the exception of a selective service system that keeps tabs on men ages 18 to 26. Mm -hmm um you know, i wonder if you still i uh, you had to register when when i was a teenager yep. yes they was, they, absolutely they used to run yeah. commercials don't forget to register when you turn
3: 18 you could do it at the post office there was
1: register uh, for selective service i'm a bit
3: older and there was there was a a, a chance at a certain point that i was going to fight in the war of 1812 and i was wow. i was very wow. frightened i'll bet you were. Uh, you know but i just missed
1: the lottery uh the system wouldn't be used to involuntarily conscript people into service unless congress drafted legislation to do so but i don't know what the
3: scam is i don't
1: know why they're maybe it's just to scare people just to have uh, just to be a, a douchebag yes, yeah the
3: douchebag factor is high when this stuff happens uh, you know uh, but that's uh i was seeing it's funny i was seeing on social media people saying i got something in the mail or i got an email saying i've been uh ordered to report oh, really come on
1: uh, so they are actually people faking the draft, believe right. it or not. All right. Uh, notice this story because it was left.
3: Noticer keeps noticing. He's it, the hardest noticer you're ever going
1: to notice. Uh, it was left out here. Casey uh, left this one for me. Oh, him, really? So I really
3: don't know Press what it's all notice about. notice that Casey left this for
1: him. Yeah, teens don't get enough sleep in the United States for a variety of reasons, but University of Rochester researchers have a simple solution to this issue. A consistent bedtime enforced by parents. For your teenagers? Yeah. When teens aged 14 to 17 went to bed at a consistent time, they were found to sleep longer. Another interesting find, even uh, screen time and caffeine consumption did not significantly affect teens' sleep duration. Quick question.
3: Yeah. Uh, if you were to attempt, you have teenagers. It's impossible, if, right? Yeah. So you can send them to their. You can have them. I'd like you to go to your bedroom at this yeah. time. Yeah. How do you possibly? Yeah. Make sure they're asleep at a certain time. Mine stay up ridiculously late. Oh, do they? <laughs> oh, yeah. <Two laughs> when three, I was a teenager, three o'clock in the morning, I'd sure. go to bed, but I, I'd be up till yeah, three yeah. o'clock, four o'clock in the morning.
8: Yeah. Uh, if I were to cre- critique my parenting, th- I think the main thing I would uh, critique is. My enforcement of of going to bed at a decent hour, especially, like, during school. Like, during school, I try to get them in bed or getting ready for bed around 9.30 the thing is, like they they do things late now, you know, like all the practices end up being later yeah. and all that sort of That's stuff. That's a crock of crap. All those you're, mm. you're constantly driving around, shuttling your kids to all these practices. Yeah, but I'll miss it someday, you know. Couldn't like, you just uh, abandon them? But I, I mean, we didn't. We had a basketball game last night. Uh, didn't get home until after nine o'clock or 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 no no it was like after 8:30 but either way yeah uh it's you know kind of late nick how, you know what time what's ben's bedtime uh
9: we urge 9:30 um uh, but you know it, it, same thing a lot of activities piano soccer whatever else um, there is the uh, movement, and there are, is gaining steam of later uh, start times for school, and so there are several schools in this area that have pushed their start time back to I think eight thirty. That's uh, going to be bad. I mean, well, so so there's this um, ripple effect from that because especially in the winter sport uh, time, uh, kids are at th- then at school yeah. throughout the entire day without any access to <laughs> daylight. So they'll go to school <laughs> at 830 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then if they have winter sports, so they take the school bus home, the sports bus home late at night. And then they have homework Then they have to do. Then they have dinner and shower and all the normal things that you have to do at the end of the day. That so could... it just it shifts everything back. So I'm wondering, the, the design is so that kids get more sleep at night. But I'm wondering if the ripple there, effect will be act- that they actually get less sleep.
2: There's actually studies shown that um, kids are doing better in school when they do a later start time. And I, and I, think, in that's, high schools. I
9: think that's a great idea. I just, I, I'm, there have to be effects. Will kids end up staying uh, yeah. up later? I remember clearly when we were first starting to get the show up and running,
3: uh, when we were at Y100, going into work in the dark and going yeah. home in the dark. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and it, it, Nick, to the point of throwing off your rhythm, your your whole deal, it does. Yeah. It begins to F with you after a while. By the way, here's a text from, uh, it
1: says, Hey, Preston, as a 16-year-old in the car with her mom, seriously, dude, shut up. <laughs>
8: <laughs> That's funny. That is very funny, um, Kat. That inter- that study is interesting, but I mean, th- does the study? I mean, is is there like a double blind going on there? Like, are they making some, some students go to bed at a, at a decent hour, or is no, this str- think, I mean, are they keeping some students up for weeks on end? I
2: mean, I understand what Nick is saying, but um, <clears throat> at least in the educational world, the studies have shown that these kids are coming to school, they're more rested, and they're doing better in school. What they do when they go home, I would imagine that means that they are not staying up later, but uh, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. What was
3: your bedtime as a kid, Preston? I don't, I, couldn't I don't even
1: know. Tell you, I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe ten o'clock or something like that. I was, I was Always I negotiating mean, as a teenager, Yeah. as a teenager. Um But yeah, I mean, listen. Just waking up, even if you get a full night's sleep. Let's say you went to bed at I don't know seven p.m. or whatever, and you you still got up at three. It's it it's hard. Or the earlier, the more difficult it is. Yeah. I think. No, even if you've gotten a full eight hours of sleep, it's just as human beings. Our uh, circadian rhythm, as yeah. Dr. Mike would tell you, is, is that we're not buggy. really supposed to be up way
3: before
2: that, the We're, I, I, we're I, not. We're not. I will. Like, sometimes I will get eight hours of sleep, and I'm like, how am I still tired? Yeah. But it's just because it's... Four o'clock in the morning. I
3: assume you get up, you make a full breakfast for the family. Sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bacon, sausage, <laughs> waffles, the whole thing.
8: What are your thoughts on dosing your kids with melatonin uh, in order to get them to go to bed at a no. decent hour? I think propofol is the way to go. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Listen, melatonin is, is natural. I mean, it, You're not it, it, supposed it's to, not to give drug. it to
2: your kid every night to go to sleep.
8: No, I didn't say every night. I just said, what what, what are your thoughts on dosing them with melatonin? To get them to go to Man, bed I, at I a an hour. I have a friend whose kids would
9: not sleep. One son would just not go to sleep. And Casey, they would dose him every night with Benadryl.
8: I remember you telling me
9: about what this. Yeah. No, Benadryl, don't, a- don't go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's messed up. And it's uh the, the only way they could get him to go to sleep was that every single night. That's crazy. Yeah. And I think that that's a terrible <sighs> pan- parenting <sighs> decision. However, it wasn't my kid who was staying up all night.
3: Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. You can run a, uh, a hose with perforations in it Stop. from your exhaust pipe. <laughs> into their <laughs>
9: that'll knock them out
3: yeah it won't kill them but it'll put them into a semi-lucid coma the study co-author said even though adolescents
1: start gaining self-sufficiency and independence they still need to sleep and might not prioritize that if uh, left to their own devices it's so.
3: funny when you think about throughout your life preston when i was doing stand-up comedy i would be getting home at the time i now wake up so uh, right, the, right. The, the, way, the way things oh. shift around and i and on the whole concept of doing i i burst out laughing when the concept of doing a morning show was presented to me for the first time. Are you kidding? I told you when
1: I when I joined the band, Saint, and we we had been pre- rehearsing for weeks and then a gig was coming up. I'm like, okay, so what time's the gig? And they're like, yeah, it's like 9 and we'll get done around 1230 or around 1 a.m. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, I forgot. It's
3: late night, and then you got to pack all the crap up, and I'm not home till two thirty in the morning. Routinely, my time, and when I had like a like a nine to five, it was it was in radio, but I was doing production and, and comedy bits and stuff. I had some more of a, a set schedule. Uh, my, routinely, I would put on a movie like at eleven thirty at night on Sunday night, and why you know and watch it. That would be. And go to bed at like two o'clock, and then wake up the next morning. It was it was a lot more. It's, but that that concert is alien to me now.
1: Yeah, yeah. By the way, the band's playing next Friday at the Trap Tavern. <laughs> Let's get the
3: official sound effect, please. Oh,
1: we don't have. I'm sorry. No, can yeah. we can we get that, please? Yes, Saint yeah. next uh, Friday at uh, Trap gonna Tavern. You uh, is it going to take a moment? Yeah. Okay.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, an official announcement: Saint is playing again
12: the
1: Trap Tavern next Friday. Here it is. Thank you. All right, come on if you can. All right, let me notice something else here. Uh, this was a... I should have done this after the drinking and shopping thing, because it ties in with the shopping, uh, but Pier 1 Imports is closing nearly half of its <gasps> stores. Really? Yeah, yeah.
3: Pier 1 is um, full, sort of like... It's uh, overrated. What? Between,
2: it's, I, I love think. Pier 1. Which
3: you like better? And I don't even know if they're around. Restoration
2: Hardware? No, or, Pier 1. Or Pier Restoration? 1? No, Pier 1 is good for like... Um, I mean... Like, hol- like I, okay. So, for instance, every year after the holidays are over, I go to Pier One uh, to <laughs> check out their sales. Um, but th- but that's what they, that's and what they I love. And let you drink there. No, but uh, my entire uh, not my entire Christmas tree. A lot of my Christmas tree uh, comes from Pier One. Okay. So mm-hmm. things like that. they are little like tchotchkes, knickknacks. <laughs> I have. I used to have uh, all my plates and things like that from there. I don't anymore. They're now from Pottery Barn. But uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, pottery, okay, pottery barn, that's what I was thinking of. Pottery barn, Pier One,
2: restoration. Yeah. Heart. There, there Immediately, those...
3: when I think Pier One, I think wicker.
2: Yes, like that's the first thing
1: that comes mm. to mind. I
2: mean, they have some like wicker chairs and stuff. Do but... they have wicker toilets? Uh-huh. I like no, but Pier One is a more affordable <laughs> version of what you're talking about, like Pottery Barn and, and Restoration Hardware. It's not expensive. Those, like the, those stores, to
3: me, those are always places I could go into and go, okay, that sounds, This is
1: pretty cool. It's got some cool stuff. Yeah, you it's, know, it's less expensive because cheaper material. I've, they,
9: I've, I've had a couple of bad oh, experiences. Yeah. So. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> I would not buy furniture from them. That's not something I would purchase yeah, I there. Did. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's where you made your mistake. Yeah. What are the ones, Kathy, <laughs> in the uh,
9: the TJ Maxx family, like HomeGoods or There's. Um,
2: Home Sense, Home, home Goods, sense. Yeah. and then
9: uh... Home Slice. Oh my home my Slice. God. What <laughs> it is? Home Slice. What <laughs> it is? Homes.
1: <laughs> uh, so it says here that Pier One has been struggling to compete with cheaper home decor sites like Wayfair. Oh, yeah. uh, what, are you familiar what, with Wayfair? Okay, well, so yeah, I suddenly became
2: cosmetic. Uh, my dining room is Wayfair.
3: Okay. I, I've gone on the website, and everyone rings about Wayfair. Do you, are you a fan?
2: I do, yes. I like it. I mean, you're ordering online. I mean, I'm ordering big pieces of furniture online that I'm not seeing, so you're taking a chance on it.
3: And it's good stuff when you get it?
2: Um, Yeah. I mean, everything that I've ordered was good. I mean, I had a few- Are there praying
3: mantis nests in it when you-
2: (laughs) I had a few issues with some things um, that were delivered. Something was chipped. I mean, I called right away. They offered to discount me or come and pick it up and send me another one. So Yeah. Yeah. I've been happy with them so far. Okay. Uh,
8: What are your thoughts on overstock.com?
2: Uh, you know what, Case? I always check there. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I've actually ever purchased from there. What do you I think got...
8: about Pornhub.com? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, it depends it on depends your mood, I guess. Mood in, yeah.
8: hey, you yeah. know, my friend was telling me that X Hamster has been like... Uh, uh, there's Office been like, game? Well, a little bit. Like, the, they've been getting buggy things where it says, oh, your your phone has been, you know, hijacked or whatever.
2: Cool. Uh, we, what about yeah. Pier One? Are they gonna, how many stores around here are going to stay open?
1: So there's they're going to be closing up to 450 stores. Wow, Casey was really soloing for a moment there on porn sites. Uh, but I got gotcha. you. Uh, 942 locations uh, overall, and about half of them are, are going to be shutting down. So I don't know how how many around here are going to be closing. Okay.
3: Did we yeah. did we report on the fact that uh, uh, talking about commercial business that uh, Toys R Us is coming back and yeah. it has started to come back. Yeah, we talked about that okay. when when they started to, to turn right. as, back as, to that. in in mall stores. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, like so little... the, so like remember what KB used to be? Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they're coming they. back as But that. who
2: owns them? Did someone purchase?
1: Pornhub? <laughs> <laughs> X-Hamster tried, but they're having some technical <laughs> some buggy issues. Uh, Pier One reported a net loss for the quarter that ended at the end of November, uh, and it was a uh, net loss of fifty nine million dollars. So, uh, a lot I'm of
3: these out. cases, because you know, the, as the economy changes and people, I, I mean, I hate to say, it, I, I do support brick and mortar when I can. I love that aspect of things, yeah. but uh, you, Preston, talking about the, going back to your original story about we'll be allowing people to walk around and and, and have wine or, or or drink while they're shopping, these are the things that are going to have to happen for for people to be, uh, you know, lured back to the stores. Yep. All right, uh, let me notice one more thing, and this
1: is a quickie. A quickie from the noticer. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Uh, University of Oklahoma researchers found that people who are religious and worship more than once a week own an average of 1.4 cats, while people who are atheists have an average of two cats.
4: What? So yeah, the, what the more the hell cats am I? you have. I have nine oh cats. Yeah. That means you I'm like, a devil worshiper. Yes. <laughs>
1: the study leader samuel (laughs) perry says that in some ways a pet is a substitute for human interaction and that cats are very godlike and can be a substitute for church for those who are atheists
4: you know my wife and i were
3: talking about this because uh i i genuinely love people and i you know I, i love all that aspect but sometimes you will sometimes people who get involved with a lot of pet stuff can be, um, not too good with people. Okay. And, and that's, uh, that and, makes and, sense. And that's, that's a thing that, you know, that, uh, that, that, where they go. And I, I don't mean that to belittle them. It's just, it, it can be a character aspect of people who do that. Well, yeah, I think you, find, listen, you have to find a healthy balance between. It's a legitimate form of affection
1: that yes. you, a bond that you, that you get with this animal, right? But you don't get the complexities of human interaction. Right. And if people are bad with that. Then I can see that that is a replacement, right? And and it's probably healthy for that person to have that relationship. Uh, but no you know? doubt, no yeah. doubt. Uh, so they uh, uh, cats. Are, it says here cats are very godlike. Um, he explains that cats only give affection on their own terms, which means <laughs> yeah. that owners. Which is true. So, yeah. yeah, they're very very independent. Um, they uh, they end up serving cats. The the owners end up serving cats for a dinner. Lot. No, no, not for dinner. But it makes the pets very godlike in those characteristics, as in they do it on their own terms, and you serve the animal, not the other way around. And so,
3: that's their—I don't know—that's how they deduct this. It's—it's it's funny because I mean, you know, we, the uh, yeah, all those dynamics come into play. They're a little bit more complex in their in their relationship. Dude, so my sister has an incredibly tight bond. She has po-
1: possibly—I <laughs> I call him the greatest cat in the world. Yeah, uh, Tiger. I love this cat, and I've, I've owned several cats. In my life. And he's just the sweetest, most affectionate, coolest cat I've ever experienced. Um, He's losing weight. He's old. It's starting to happen. Most likely because I've had two cats that lived a very, very advanced age. And and they just, they get thinner and they start to, you know, it's coming. It is going to destroy her. (sighs) She has clearly admitted this over the years that when he's gone, I'm going to go crazy. So it's starting to
3: happen. I'm like, oh my God, here we go. Can I, so, I, I I don't know, you know. There's no <clears throat> hard and fast rule to this. Uh is it is it possible that she bring in a a, a friend for him like a kitten now or I, something? I, I, you know what I probably wouldn't suggest that, but uh I she will get another uh, she'll get another cat
1: okay. when, when Tiger passes, I'm sure. I when we we brought in, you know, uh, some company for yeah. one cat, uh, and, and bought our second cat. He,
0: they, they hated hate each, each other yeah. their
1: entire lives, mm-hmm. hated each other. And I'm like, "Yeah,
3: you
2: know we
1: were what?
3: Committed, you know."
2: That's so. why we did two at the same time because I that happened to me as well. I brought my cat home from college to you know my parents' cat, and they hated each other their entire lives. So I was like, if I get cats again, I'm doing two at the same time.
3: We have nine that pretty much all get along. The truth is, if they you have have-
2: no choice yeah
3: when you as long as you're providing food and enough boxes they'll be fine but the uh the if you have one cat and then you add another cat or another dog that those they'll both live longer the more you have you know at least two animals they statistically they will live longer they're more engaged well mine lived into (laughs) their 20s by the way
1: so just to let you know
3: which is a damn good run for cats it's a long it's a
1: ridiculously long run how old
9: is your sister's cat
1: Uh, Tiger
9: is
3: probably,
1: he's a teenager. He's, you know, 13, something like that, 14. So he's, he's in that zone, you know, but... Um, but anyhow, yeah, it's, listen, pets are great. Uh, so, uh, but if you have a lot of cats, you may be an atheist. So or at least
3: Steve. atheists have two cats. But i but, know. but no, I, 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 I have a religious aspect to me. I just worship Satan. Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> All right. Thank you for allowing me to notice these things and share these notice well items with noticer. you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. We're going to, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Some bizarre file stories are on the way as well as your first opportunity to win Money on the show. We have easy money. $1,000 is our prize to give away. Uh, Patrick Warburton will be here shortly after 8 o'clock. Yeah. Looking forward to that experience as well. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Happy
10: New Year. It's great when people wish you a Happy New Year, right? Happy New Year to you. Well, MMR wishes you... An happy new year and invites you to download the latest version of the MMR app. It keeps you up to date with everything that rocks and allows you to take MMR along wherever travels in the new year may lead. It's easy to use as well as Apple CarPlay and Android Auto compatible. And of course, it's free. Whether it's older software or you got a brand new phone, get the latest version of the MMR app on Google Play or the iTunes Store. Or text APP to 39333.
12: Messaging data rates may apply.
10: So, Happy New Year from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: Two things. We have a couple of minutes before it's officially 8 o'clock and we'll we'll get to the uh, Easy Money announcement. Um, Monday morning. We announced the Barbecue. i I've yes. been told, right? Ooh, so the yeah. details are coming. Everybody's been texting, asking, why haven't we heard yet? Well, they were waiting on some uh, last-minute bookings to take place. Apparently, the word is everything is sewn up. There might be a couple of more things taken care of, but Monday we should have the information you've been looking for. Dates on sale, uh, hopefully the bands, you know, we'll have all that stuff. So. I had a
3: blast. I, I, I Last year, if you remember, I believe we had possibly the best weather ever for a cardboard classic. Mm-hmm. And yeah. possibly the best weather ever for an barbecue, And it was just an awesome time. We're hoping for a good year. And listen, you mentioned cardboard classic
1: today is day off on the slopes. Yeah, it is. Uh at Jack Frost and uh Jackson and Pierre Robert and company will all be there today. And apparently the weather has been great for snow making, Nick, you yes, were saying. Yeah,
9: yesterday and uh last night were, were fantastic. So uh, if you're going up there or, or you're already there, you're gonna have great conditions throughout the day and then uh, it's going to get kind of crummy at the end of the day, but who cares? That's, that's when going it closes up. Going for the party with Jackson, yeah.
1: Yep. So uh, that event will, you know, we'll check in with Pierre, hopefully from the E two thousand lounge, and uh, see. He's already th- up there doing prep. Uh, I'm yeah. sure he's been up there for, uh, you know, as soon as he left his show Well yesterday. He's a
3: snow machine technician, right? Right? So, yeah, right? right, right. Yeah. So
1: they they need him. They, can, <laughs> they can't actually get it together without him.
3: All right. It is uh,
1: okay. It's eight a.m. We can do this. Let's get to the Monday. <laughs> 933 WMMR
0: Easy Money.
1: Listen up, friend, because I'm going to give you a word that could net you a thousand dollars. The word is "gain." G A I N. And you have until eight fifteen to enter it via text to our special contest short code number, which is four five nine one one. Or you can enter it using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page, WMMR.com. You do it one of those two ways, you'll be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. And you'll get a call if you're randomly selected in this Beasley Nationwide contest and win $1,000. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Remember the word is GAIN, G-A-I-N. So good luck from Meineke and 93.3 WMMR. Now,
0: bizarre. WMMR presents <laughs> Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre. bizarre File. Bizarre. Our Bizarre
1: File this morning is brought to you by, well, Jack Frost of Big Boulder Ski Areas. JFBB is open for a winter full of snow and fun. You can save big when you purchase lift tickets in advance at JFBB.com. JFBB. Where the snow comes first. Let's start with a Florida woman. She was arrested for threatening to rob a McDonald's because they didn't serve dipping sauce along with her food.
4: Uh,
1: McGuire Marie McLaughlin was denied the condiment. At McDonald's in Vero Beach last week, and, why would
2: they deny her the condiment? Well, well do
1: they—they they don't even have dipping sauce, do they? Sure, sure. Or yeah, if you, if you get nuggets, they've got loads of dipping sauce. Oh, do they? Right. I'm not
3: a nugget dude.
1: Yeah, so uh, she uh, apparently. Let me see here. Uh, What's I love up what with place. this chick? Uh, she was denied the condiment at McDonald's last week and pledged to obtain the dipping sauce by "quote whatever means necessary," according to a police report. Yes, she was.
3: today oh, I was in and I tried to get dipping sauce. On Malcolm X, I a special set of skills.
1: She invoked Malcolm X in her yeah. dipping sauce issue. Uh, the fracas allegedly took place at about 4 a.m. New Year's Day when police arrived to witness McLaughlin yelling profanities at the drive-through because she claimed she did not receive all of her food. The employee advised McLaughlin that dipping sauce cost $0.25. Cents. What? Um, so McLaughlin further stated that she would be getting the sauce by whatever means necessary. However, could not specify what she meant by that. Uh, the McDonald's employee I'm said... I'm talking they nuclear. They feared for their safety. McLaughlin was <laughs> taken into custody for disorderly conduct. She needed to be placed into mechanical restraints by the arresting yes. officer because awesome. she apparently kept locking her legs, refusing to walk forward yeah Com- no. Cop said they uh, also smelled alcohol
4: oh. on her by the
1: way. She's underage. She's 19, so. I-,
2: I was in the car with a couple where there was almost a domestic dispute over dipping sauce at Wendy's.
1: Seriously? <laughs> yeah. Between the two of them? Yes. Oh my because god. Because he
2: drove away without looking in the bag to see if her honey mustard was there and it wow. ended in him screaming, you had to have the effing honey mustard, and we were in the back seat just cracking up. You had like, to have been. This is amazing.
3: Have you ever gotten close to getting into a fast food fight of uh, any kind?
1: I'm sure I have. <laughs> I'm sure that I have. By the way, I bought Rochelle for Christmas this little attachment that hooks onto the vent on your yes. on your uh, air conditioning uh, that will hold your dipping sauce for you. Oh,
4: so That's just, hilarious. Yeah,
1: so you don't have to do, <laughs> take your hands off the wheel. You just put it That right is in great. Your, it's pretty awesome.
3: I bought something that turns my cup holders into a spittoon. Oh. Okay, <laughs> nice. A woman angry
1: about long lines at a New Jersey Motor Vehicle Commission office smashed computer equipment, assaulted two staffers, and kicked police officers as they tried to arrest her. Dipping sauce again? John Joseph of Jersey City... Was told to leave the office in Bayonne after she became irate over the length of the line for customers. She then returned about two hours later and caused another disturbance. By whatever means necessary. (laughs) When she was confronted during the second visit, Joseph pushed the office manager and began breaking computer equipment, eventually causing about $23,000 in damage overall. The manager and a security guard struggled to remove Joseph from the office, and she repeatedly punched both of them. Uh, Police soon arrived, and as they and the security guard tried to restrain Joseph, she repeatedly kicked the officers (laughs) while they attempted to handcuff her. So what did this office handle? Uh, It was a motor vehicle commission. uh, Joseph was later found to have PCP-laced marijuana cigarettes in her Ah. possession. Uh, She was charged with criminal mischief, drug possession, aggravated assault, and hindering apprehension. The office manager... Uh, suffered an undisclosed injury, and was treated at a hospital.
3: Maybe fast response police teams should have dipping sauces in the car, Preston.
1: Here's another story out of New New Jersey. Authorities are investigating a phony, listen to this, a phony Megan's Law notification letter. Received Wednesday at businesses, homes, and schools in Howell, New Jersey, that falsely named a local business owner as a sex offender. Wow. And let, wait do you hear the reason behind this. Police posted an alert on social media about the bogus sex offender report, which was sent through the mail in official-looking state of New Jersey envelopes bearing an attorney general's office mailing address in Trenton. And the police said the person's name, uh, the the person named in this letter, is not subject to any type of investigation, prosecution, or conviction of any Offense related to Megan's Law. At first, this letter may seem real. However, upon examination, it is poorly written and constructed. We believe this letter was sent in retaliation for operating a successful business and to prevent further growth opportunities. Wow. There was somebody who didn't like. A competitor. It was probably a competitor. Uh, the department did not release further details on the suspected motive. Uh, police are uh, also alerted federal authorities as part of their investigation into the source wow. of the mailing so yes what a cheap shot some federal crimes for that a man allegedly told his uh, by his new wife to kill her ex-partner had a to-do list in his phone that included household chores And what to do with a dead body, the court has heard. It was
3: a we guess-what-I-get-to-do list.
1: Uh, Bianca Edmonds is charged with murder because police allege that she had her husband of two weeks drive from uh, Shepparton to the Melbourne home of her ex-partner to kill him. This is in Australia. Uh, Ms. Edmonds uh, pleaded not guilty. Her barrister told the hearing that Glenn Cassidy, her new husband, had a list in the notes section of his phone. It included personal chores, but also what to do with the dead body (laughs) Wow, and a reference to one round. Prosecutors say Mr. Cassidy had a gun when he forced his way into Michael Capensis's home and shot him during the dr- struggle during the fight. Mr. compensi stabbed Mr. Cassidy. Both of them died from their injuries. Jeez. Um, Mr. Capensis's girlfriend was also in the house that night and was not uh, was uh, was also injured. Uh, but a day before the fatal struggle. A struggle. <laughs> Mr. Capaccia had uh, driven to visit the son he and Ms. Edmonds had while they were in a relationship. So that's pretty scary. Stuff. There's
3: been more of a, more than a number of times when someone has had uh, searches in their you know their Google search history. Approved that they were looking at how to get rid of a body, how to yep. rob a bank. Yep. Uh, and one last story. A man
1: claims someone stole his cheeseburger off a motel nightsta- a nightstand in Benton, Benton mm. Arkansas. This has all kinds of great elements in this story. Right. Listen to this. So it's in Arkansas, uh, right there. And an attempt to solve the alleged hamburgerery, Keegan Byron uh, Byers had filed a report with the police. According to the report, Byers informed the officer that he purchased two cheeseburgers at a nearby gas station. He reportedly ate one of the burgers and then placed the other one on the nightstand at the Trout Motel. <laughs> the Trout Motel in, in Arkansas. Arkansas. When Byers woke up hours later, he said the cheeseburger was gone. (laughs) Dear
3: Mother of God.
1: There was another person sleeping in the room at the time. That individual spoke to police, but claimed that they did not touch the cheeseburger. Uh, no, no, I, I didn't touch it. The officer noted in a report that Byers was extremely intoxicated at the time <laughs> of the uh, incident. So, Any arrest
3: made? No, no okay,
1: arrest, but a, a, a report was filed, <laughs> and uh, that guy didn't do it. The, the only other person in the room didn't do it. All right, and there you go. That's what I got in the beef out. Speaking of food, I do have our friends from Godcholl's Turkey Bacon who are here with us this morning. They've given us six packs of coupons giveaway for six full size packages of Godcholl's Turkey Bacon. We'll take callers uh, 8 and 9 at 215 263 WMMR. And they want to remind you to keep that New Year's resolution with bacon. Make Godcholl's Turkey Bacon a part of your healthy plan. And you can get recipes, by the way, at godshawls.com. So give us a call and we'll set you up. 215-263-WMMR is the number. We're going to take a break. Don't forget, you have a little less than five minutes or roughly five minutes uh, to enter the word GAIN. For easy money, you need to send that word GAIN, G-A-I-N, to our contest short code number 45911. Yeah. Or you can enter at the MMR mobile app or the contest page at WMMR.com. That way you'll be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. you got a couple minutes left, so get on that. We're going to take a break. Schedule to have Patrick Warburton when we return. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR.
6: Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places.
7: Back with more of the
1: Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's see here. What was I going to mention? Oh, yeah. We we uh, made mention a little while ago that uh, MMRBQ details are coming up. We're going to get those on Monday. Very cool. Uh, yeah. And uh, excited to pass that along information uh, because it always means that, uh, that spring and summer are just a stone's throw away. It gives you
3: something to focus on as you go through the cabin fever months.
1: Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and uh, also Day Up on the Slopes is happening today. Uh, we have a save the date for the, uh, cardboard classic, which is, uh, you know, essentially this, um, event today, plus one, a little yeah. added thing, the cardboard classic. Yeah. And that is, it's always the first Friday in March. Yeah. It's um, the sixth. Is it the sixth? Yep. Okay. So we're, uh, we want you to make sure you get yourself prepared, uh, for that event. Even if you're headed up today off on the slopes today, uh, get ready for the, um, cardboard classic. I've been doing a major cleaning out, um, project in my house, and I'm just going through things and trying to organize and, and purge, and one of the things I've set aside is I've, just, I've got a, a bin that is just uh, photos, so I'm finding pictures all over the house, oh, really? yeah. and I'm just throwing them into this one spot, so I have them there, and they're, you know, photos that have just, you know, on a bookshelf or whatever, and they've been placed there and been sitting there for years and just never got to, and I found some old, old pictures of the cardboard classic. really Back before the things started getting outrageous, <laughs> and it was... uh it was. It's so much fun. Even, it started
3: big, but it, it's yeah. It's were, increased there, exponentially.
1: Yeah, this was before the 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 uh, uh, the artistic nature and and how unbelievably crafted do these have, things are. Do you have any pictures of the
3: bonfire
1: that we remember? No. We, we used to
3: before we. That had, I regretted the moment <laughs> that the uh, the flames went up. JP Mascaro would uh, would take away the uh, um the, uh, the the cardboard. cardboard. Uh, We decided, hey, it'd be cool to have a big bonfire (laughs) and burn it all. We created a second sun in
9: the parking lot. It melted so much snow around. It melted us. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Preston, when you get the cameras back? the, the disposable cameras that you found, um, mm-hmm. you take? Do you take them to CVS already? I took them in uh, day before yesterday. It should okay. be about ten days or so. Before oh, that long? Back. Yeah. Wow. What I if
3: the cop you- show have, up at your they house?
9: Have,
1: uh, <laughs> they have to send them off. Okay. Oh. Uh Because that they don't they don't have those big printing machines <laughs> there right. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have digitally, you can do all that okay. stuff. But this has actual film in it, so it's got to go get processed. Uh, so yeah, I dropped off. I, I had seventeen cameras all Jesus. together. Um, but I dropped off 12 of them that haven't developed. It's very exciting.
3: What what, what could be in there, you
1: know? I have no idea. They're going to be lame, I'm sure, but it doesn't matter. What if you
3: find extra pictures of the uh, Kennedy assassination? Wouldn't that be... wouldn't oh my that my awesome? They made disposable cameras back in. <laughs> yeah. Back it in the Kennedy turns out era? the comedian shop Kennedy. Uh, so uh,
1: yeah, I'll let you know as soon as those come back, and I will I will bring those in and and uh, show you guys the pictures. I am excited to see what's. Yeah, me too. There. Yeah. All right. Hey, looks like our is our guest arrived. Our yeah. guest has arrived. I see po- people milling about in the studio. There is milling. And uh, we're going to welcome him over here to the microphone. I can't see where he where is.
3: He's taking out his hummus.
1: Universe. Is he getting undressed? What's going no, on? No, no, he's <laughs> having a seat. <scene>? Oh, <laughs> there he is. Uh, appearing at Punchline Comedy Club tonight and Saturday. By the way, the shows are at 7.30 and 9.45 p.m., which you can get at punchlinephilly.com. We are excited to welcome back to Philadelphia, back to our studios, Patrick Warburton yeah! is him! Good morning, hey, hey. How you doing, man? It's good, great, great to be back. That's nice to see, see, you. see you. Yeah, we were just, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna do something uh, with you a little later on concerning Pearl Jam because we know what a fan you are. You have a very grunge look about you this
13: morning. You do with flannel, Thank open you. shirt, Five, uh, fifteen dollars at Costco. Oh, <laughs> really?
4: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Wow,
3: fifteen dollars at Costco is Can't not bad. That up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but it looks properly frayed, you know. Yeah, it looks is like it, it. Yeah, it looks distressed, like it's,
13: as they say. <laughs> sure, like it's had a life. Yeah, but that's what this
3: is. Like it's yeah. had a life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so we, we we were talking obviously about your pearl jam thing, and, and I uh, we all follow you on social media. I think most of us do. And you have your band, yes, which is uh, it, that seems to be the joy of your life, besides your family and kids, yes. of course. Yes, uh, but uh, 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 the name of the band?
13: The bearded pearl clams.
3: Right. Yes. And how many gigs do you play <laughs> on on?
13: Uh, both of them? On average. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, two few, gigs. Yeah. Uh, we played a handful. We've had some some fun, but, um, you know, the first time we played was actually up in Vancouver because I was up there uh, working on a show, and they came up, and we played there one time, and then we got an offer to play on uh, the Battleship, the USS Iowa, for a USO tour. Well, oh, that's cool. Essentially, we we're, were opening for Vince Neil, and I go, no, I'm not, <laughs> we're not ready for primetime, and... <laughs> So the guys from ready to go, just do it. And so I go, all right. And uh, I survived that one. But we've done a few gigs, yeah. And uh, I'm not going to quit my day job. But all so right. Fun. What do you play? Uh, what do what I- instrument do you play? Oh, I just sing.
1: You just sing? Yeah. Okay. All right. You don't yeah.
13: do like a Davy Jones sort of uh, tambourine no. thing? or uh... No. <laughs> 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 you
1: said
3: you have a deep, resonant
1: voice. You probably don't have a big range. Can you get way yeah, up there? Yeah, can't,
13: I can't hit all uh, his eye notes. No, yeah. so can God, you do uh, the
3: verbato, just... the voice verbato that he uh
13: a bit, Eddie does? A little bit. A, a little bit. All but right. Not, but not right. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, really hey, I brought the voice. Actually, I got my buddy Mike here, man of. Uh... A Thousand Voices. Mike, how Mike are you? Mike Wilson, nice to meet you. Yes. Nice hey, to Mike, meet you. how are you doing? I do have a last nice. name, so it's good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nice to get that right.
1: out there right. on the way.
13: Right. Right. Are, are you on
1: the bill with Pat? I, I, yeah. I only saw that Patrick was coming here, so we didn't That's know you okay. were coming. That's yeah.
13: okay. Well, we do the... Uh, so do these letters from a nut. Now, they're written by Barry Martyr, who's Jerry Seinfeld's producing partner. Yeah. Um, they do comedians and cars getting coffee together. Yes. But Barry's pen name is Ted L. Nancy. So he's been punking corporate America for years. So he'll write like... You know, uh, he'll write, you know, Coca-Cola company. He'll say, uh, to whom it may concern, uh, I have a product, Diet Coke. I hope that there's no conflict with your product, Diet Coke. <laughs> doesn't taste anything alike. Tastes more, mine tastes more like Pepsi. Yeah, I sell mine to construction workers. <laughs> How much caramel are you using? And then like Coke Legal will write him back. <laughs> Seriously? Oh yeah, yeah. they're all pissed off. You absolutely yeah. have to cease and desist. So he reads the letters back in in whatever voice I tell him. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah so he can he can do it. So I say like you know read uh, like uh, Coca Cola back and uh, George Costanza.
6: I can't believe it. I'm telling you, it sounds exactly like it. You don't <laughs> think that's a conflict of interest? <laughs> so, you calm down? What are you doing? You're going to upset him. I'm telling you, I can't take it anymore with this tired joke.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there was a guy who did that years ago. It was actually Guido Sarducci, the guy, the, the guy who played, you know, uh, I forget his real name. Yeah. Uh, uh, Laszlo Letters. La- the Laszlo Letters, yeah, very famous. And uh, that's the, I love when they do that because, of course, the company has to respond in a... Yes. Measured way, so they will inter- They will entertain the, n- the notion of uh, Kaya
9: There was there was a, a follow up to that letter because I loved Ted L Nancy. I had the yeah. books, and yeah. uh, and he wrote back. He's like, you know what? Scratch that idea. I'm going with Piatt Depsey. Yes. Yeah.
13: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He goes. He goes. it was a really bad idea. I'm really embarrassed about it. Now I've taken my eleven cans off the shelf. My seven hundred dollars are back in my room right now, and uh, it's a really stupid idea. I'm embarrassed because I'm embarrassed. I'm really embarrassed that I, I ever did that, and I'm sorry <laughs> that I wasted your time. But try my new product, Pipe Depsy. <laughs> and Poctor Depper. Yeah, and again, how much caramel are you using? So he just, like, tortures them. And then he'll call him like, five years later. It's been five years since I contacted you. I, lo- I learned a lot of harsh, saw a lot of harsh things while I was incarcerated. <laughs> you know, like a, a man ordering a, fi- a last meal of chicken fried steak and a pachter (laughs) (laughs) depper.
3: It's hard though these days because we now have access to actual letters because of the internet and everything of actual letters that are deadly serious, uh, that are people as loony as these joke letters. And so it's sometimes it's hard to rise above that and, uh, you know, and and, and be funny, but they still manage to do it. Yeah. uh, I wanted to ask you because I saw this, uh, uh, this movie That I had no idea you were in, and I was doing a little research on it. The Woman Chaser. Yeah. And it was on your site, too, your your Twitter account. It was on the 1999... I never heard of this, but I was reading the reviews of it, and it's like a funny noir. They were likening, you know, a really... Is this movie, is it, is it now being re-released, or is it available now? It,
13: I don't know if they're going to do anything with it yet, but there have been some great reviews recently. Like, the you know, I read one, I think it was, the, this might be the one you were talking about, it said the greatest movie you've never seen. It's like yes. a really kind of funky film noir. It's, it's very, very dry, very funny. I was watching very,
3: the trailer yeah. for it, and it was really, it was like very... Tongue in cheek and, yeah. and very cool, but uh it was,
6: it was like, very cool, very happy. It, yeah. It was like Rocky if it was a comedy.
13: <laughs> yeah,
3: there
6: you go.
13: Good comparison, Mike. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stick with the impressions. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> what would Eddie Murphy have to say about it? Man,
6: that? I can't believe it. I can't believe you compared Rocky to that famous movie. That's fantastic. That's lovely, sexy. How about Chris Rock?
13: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
6: can't believe there's no black people in the woman chaser. <laughs> 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 Gotta put a black person in there. Don Knotts. Well, you know, I'm not going to sit here and do Don Knotts here on the station. You know, <laughs> they probably don't even know who I am. They're too young. Barney, It's <laughs> like,
13: like, like my own. personal voice. <laughs> there you that. go. I just everyone do
6: his voice. Do uh, yeah, that voice. I notice, Mike. How does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> ah, it makes me feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> You're paid, bank, <laughs> bank. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my God. Do you, uh, Patrick? Do you do any any impressions? Uh, no. None, not one. Well, well
13: no, i I'll Not a good Carol do, Channing well, okay, or something? i do, do uh, Raymond. Ray, Ray, Ray yeah.
6: Yeah, you, you ever use a coupon in a store? Use a coupon? You can't seem tough. Eh, 50 cents off the Coco Pebbles. Hey, eh. Raymond.
13: Hey, Raymond. I got to stand here for five minutes while you use every coupon. Let's just go. Yeah, see there you go, Greg Gary. Okay. Well, right. I guess see? I could do a little bit of a Duke with him riding over the. <laughs> uh,
3: Your register <laughs> doesn't lend itself to uh, much, yeah. <laughs> but
1: but <laughs> you as you is good enough. Go. Well, people, a- I'm sure people that. do impressions of you though, of,
6: of Putty. Well, well
1: here sure. we go. Yeah. Oh.
6: Yeah, it's not
1: that hard. <laughs> 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 you know,
6: we've been working a long time here. So it's has uh, <laughs> been a late morning for me, and
13: I, you uh know. It's so terrible. Was, it's not very good, Mike. I was it's in the, the woman chaser or something like that. <laughs> it's not even good. Fantastic. It's really good.
8: When did you record- <laughs> My
13: legs don't I've had, work. I've had to explain to him that people sometimes laugh out of, you know, awkwardness or it's <laughs> uncomfortable. Uh-huh. It doesn't necessarily mean Why it's does working. this hurt you? No, no, that's
8: absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. does it hurt you that I can do you well? <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, when did you film your uh, the intro for Soren down in Disney World? Uh, about 20 years ago. That's why it looks no like kidding. my son now. I'll be standing there.
13: All right, Little so kids will look like at a... me in line, and they'll be, and I'll go, "Yeah, I know. It looks like it looks like me, but a lot younger."
6: The sad part, he's in line like every day, <laughs> right?
13: Hey, look at me up there!
6: <laughs> yeah, that's me up there. That young, good-looking guy—it's me.
4: That's <laughs> young guy. It's
6: weird. Sad part is, I don't know which one of us is talking, so I could say anything
1: horrible. <laughs> uh, last time you were here, you told us about a big, huge golf tournament that you put on. You still doing that?
13: Yes. So uh, March will be our will be year ten. Yeah, okay. This March. Nice. And so uh, it's been great. We've raised twelve million dollars for uh, over, over twelve million for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Wow.
3: Celebrities versus pros. Is that the? Uh...
13: No, it's not a pro am. Okay. So uh, it's just celebrities. You know, we've got um, two full courses. You won, and, right? Did you win the, the tournament? No, oh, you I'm, didn't. I don't even play in mine anymore. <laughs> oh, I just, really? Sort of I will. Yeah. You won. Yeah, I won one year. Ah.
6: Same year, yeah. Robbie Gold won. We won, yeah. I won the. Well, it, there's two ways you can win. It can be the handicap or the non-handicap. Yeah,
13: gross score and net score. Yeah. yeah.
8: So you uh, you don't even play anymore. It's it's gotten that big, no, or yeah.
13: And also, it's uh, uh, so what I do is I just stay in one hole all day. And as every group comes through, we do all of our group pictures together and oh, right. splits. And it takes a, a, an hour off of us doing it that way. It takes an hour off of our big jam night because we have a concert, which is it's awesome. Yeah.
6: And that's you can pay money, and you could pay. You can pay money, and he'll hit your golf ball for you. And he always hits it like really in there tight because he's a really good golfer.
1: Oh, you're a really good golfer. He's such an ass.
6: <laughs> 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 you've done that. Come on, you, They have paid you to hit the ball.
13: You can use yours or theirs. I think that's the way it goes, right? The way it goes is that if you pay, then you don't have to use my shot. <laughs> <I don't laughs> <you've> <laughs> like so we've kind of gone opposite of pay I like the pro. That. Yes.
1: That's a good uh, twist on it.
13: Yeah,
6: you park yourself at a par three, or yeah, it's a par three. He's okay. being, he's being humble here, and uh, he's
1: you, a good golfer. You talk about the jam. Do do you get uh, name acts that come out and play? Is yeah, so it's a celebrity-studded it's, event.
13: It's pretty. Yeah, it's it's great. It's really built, and it's. Yeah, you know, we built it on the back of some of, um, like, my old buddies and friends who have come out from the beginning, like Alice Cooper and Robbie Krieger, but then we get Alex Lyson to come out, and you know, from Rush. We... Dude, they're oh, yeah. so mm-hmm. freaking awesome. Oh, yeah, He's we'll get, like, nine guy. Rock and Roll Hall of Famers, you know, play sometimes. You know, one year, we Is... went to 1 o'clock in the morning. The last guy to walk on stage at 1 o'clock in the morning was Stephen Stills. Wow. You know, but we, it's just, um, and it's just, it's act after act after act. So we'll get, like, Tom Johnson from the Doobie Brothers, and we'll get Mickey Thomas from Jefferson Airplane. And These Tom, are
3: stellar Tom, names. Tom Felder, too? Yeah, Tom oh, yeah. Felder,
13: yeah. Uh, good. Wow. Yeah, I'll show,
3: yeah. That's very cool. So so
13: of them all, mm-hmm. is Alice Cooper still the best of the golfers? Uh, he is uh, probably, yeah. 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 He, he's he plays golf devices. every day of his life. Golf saves rock and roller's lives. At a certain <laughs> point, they get they, if they survive it, they get sober. They need something to occupy their time healthy all day long. And that's what they do. They just play golf every day. And
3: that eats up the time. Yeah. Does, does any better play golf?
13: um i don't believe so okay i think he's you know he surfs he, throws, right. axes. Hmm? he throws axes Throws axes yes does all kinds of crazy not much stuff. of a golfer
3: yeah have you no. uh, ever entertained the notion of taking up surfing so you might be able to meet <laughs> out on a wave sometime <laughs> well, i
13: did back i grew up in Huntington beach so back in the day were uh, you a surfer Yeah, a little bit but um it's uh you know and then i started rowing crew in college and that was what occupied my mornings but um where'd you go to college Orange Coast College, junior college.
8: So, like, because uh, I'm here, because my kids are approaching, like, high school, and I keep hearing, and obviously that uh, that whole Varsity blue scandal. But I, be- before that, I kept hearing that, like, crew is, like, a great way to get your kids into college with scholarships and, and all that sort of stuff, because it's, it's not... Uh... You just have
3: to
13: pay a half a million
8: dollars to some guy. <laughs> well, who, you yeah. don't have to do that, <laughs> yeah. but uh, uh, there aren't, I, I guess, many coxswains out there.
13: Yeah. Well, there 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 aren't. Well, there's not that many needs. You just need one per boat, I guess. Right. But uh, on each crew team would probably need six or seven of them. Right. Yeah.
1: No, we had a friend, Kristen, down the hall. She she had never played a sport in her life and she was going to go to Temple and they had room on the crew team. And they said, look, you can get assistance if you join the team. And she did. And she got uh, she got, uh, you know, financial assistance to go to school.
13: Uh, Before that. Yeah. It's grueling. It probably would have gotten me into a decent, it could have helped get me into a decent university, but I sort of just tapped out after my, you know. Um, in the midst of my sophomore year of junior college, and that was it for me. I was just wasn't doing great. I wasn't. I wasn't going to get into any worthwhile university. <laughs> you just made, took
3: an assessment and said, "Okay,
13: it's time to." My go. father was so disappointed. He took me down to USD. We talked to the dean of admissions. He looked at my grades and he said, "Well, you pretty much have to start over." <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Event, a very quiet car ride back home. My dad didn't say anything for probably 10, 15 minutes, and I just said, "Dad, it's okay. I'm going to be an actor." <laughs> <laughs> and it it stayed quiet. Uh, yes. You have to remember, my father was a surgeon. His father was a surgeon. Oh his God. mother was oh a nurse, my. and I was his only son. Oh and man. he's just like he's looking at me, and I'm in junior college getting all C's and D's because I don't give a crap, and I'm not showing up at class. And he's just like, "Wow, this was my one shot." Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. was,
3: your, was your mother an, an actress? Was she, uh, yeah, she yeah, was, yeah, yeah, So okay, wait, at least you had that. That there was. That had some entertainment <laughs> aspect. You could see it could be successful, right? Well, I mean, was I guess she mean, successful though? Yeah. She was, but she okay. had stopped,
13: you know, doing it by the time she had a family. You know, okay. so I saw her doing, you know, community theater. That was an inspiration for me because I, I literally had nowhere to go. I had what no d- friends. What about your kids? What are their
1: aspirations, and how old are they? By the way, uh,
13: well, my son Towns twenty seven, and he's a bodybuilder, trainer, actor, voiceover artist. Oh, my daughter Alexi's twenty six, and she's an accountant, but she's beautiful, amazingly talented, uh, painter, artist, singer, but uh, just has no desire whatsoever to be in front of the camera it's the ones with all the talent that just, <laughs> just don't give a crap I'm like, I, well, you're just squandering it <laughs> <laughs> then my son shang goes to american university in dc and he's been a pilot since he was 18 years old and then he did a semester at sea he's at american university graduating this year and he's interned for congressmen Jesus. and senators but Damn. he's uh, he'll find out this month if he, he's going to fly for the navy or if he's going to do like a white house internship this oh day. wow what
3: an accomplished and, family yeah, they're all working really hard. That's pretty hard. freaking they're, they're, they're great. They're doing great. They're all cool. Yes. My, my
13: son Gabriel's 19, and he's an actor, and he's just uh, super funny and charming, and I think he's got a really good shot. So they're all doing great. They're all on their own paths. Yeah.
1: yeah. And what, have you? are you uh, helping him in that career path?
13: I'm helping him as much as I can. You yeah. know, I look at them all, and I go, you know, I wish I was Brad Pitt or Tom Cruise. <laughs> I could open a few more doors for you. Yeah, I'm just that guy. Uh, but... Um, <laughs>
3: You were
1: the greatest tick ever, so I mean, come on! Thank yeah. You. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was
13: So much fun. <laughs> but
3: you're, you're the, you, 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 you—honestly, in, in in entertainment and everything, you know, there's the odds against getting any sort of success is is nominal. And you, you have again, what I would say, um, why a, a supporting player or a character actor gets more work. You're, you know, with Family Guy and all the stuff, and a, a, a series of unfortunate events and all that. You you end up in different projects uh, and can keep working. So. I think that's the uh, that's the proof that you can make it work, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not like you're, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're not Dustin Diamond, you know. No.
13: <laughs> I've managed to, uh, uh, you know, eat out a living for years and get four kids through college, you know. But that's pretty it good, is, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's I try, I, you know, I remind them, I go, it's a very competitive field, and you know, but I won't discourage anybody from doing it these days because there's so much, you know. Um, platform out there mm-hmm. yeah was, you know, With when the i started doing it there were three tv channels in movies and that was it you know <laughs> i mean there's a there's a thousand shows now
1: do you have the same problem that all of us is there's there's too many freaking shows to watch and you can't you don't have the time to watch everything everybody is telling you to watch yeah yeah
13: yeah, yeah. is there anything you're caught up in right now yeah, um. <laughs> it's hard to think of. I don't know. My wife and I just watched a three-part documentary called "Don't F with Cats," which is oh great. my god! Oh, okay, I wanted to watch. It. Was All right, it good? I'm in
8: part two right now. Yes,
13: it's it's good. At the same time, it's really creepy and uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, it's. I say I don't know yeah. whether it's about Cats the Musical or is it about what?
8: No. <laughs> <laughs> now it's it's What's basically about? it's like a like a murder mystery. These uh, oh, uh, this okay. Uh, they come across this guy who kills a cat on like Facebook or YouTube or whatever, yeah. and then uh, it just sort of spirals into this crazy um, like murder mystery, yeah, uh, and and manhunt essentially. It's it's pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's like
13: a, it's like a it's like a real life sort of murder mystery feature film, but yeah. it's real life. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. Well, hang on. I was just handed a note. We only have five minutes left with Patrick. I, when did you find this out?
13: Uh, a little while back.
1: I did not know that. Well, yeah. we have a contest we got to do with you. Uh, I, it's going to take longer than five minutes. Yeah, but then let's get do I it. I have no idea. Yeah. This is where we're being surprised right and left here. I don't like it. All right, yeah. well, you being the diehard Pearl Jam fan, oh, we good. had something planned for you. Nick McAwain here as well, diehard Pearl Jam fan. I believe Shoot. last time you were here, we probably played the clip of eddie talking about nick on stage when they yeah. played in philadelphia so we wanted to have a battle of the pearl jam fans and see who indeed knows more than the other between when was, you and nick
9: when was your uh, first pearl jam show patrick you remember
13: uh first pearl jam sh- live show i would have gone to would have been back uh around uh, 2000
9: probably. all right well i got you beat Nineteen ninety-eight. I happen to be wearing the shirt today. Ooh. This shirt is uh, twenty-two years old. Voters for choice in uh, in DC. So, nice. yeah. All
1: right. First thing we're going to do. Do we have signaling buttons for you guys? All right. So uh, you're going to have to hold it near the microphone, and let's hear it, Patrick. Let's hear your signaling button, if you would, please. Nick, let's hear yours. That's a That's lousy signaling button. All right. Well, we'll do our best.
9: It's a little. I had it the. Right, there we way. go. All
1: right. All right. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to play a game called Loop. There it is. We've taken okay. a small segment of a Pearl Jam song. We've looped it over and over and over. And uh, if you can uh, if you can determine what song it is, buzz in and we'll give you a point. Okay. So here we go. This is the first song for Loop. There it is. <laughs> Nick? Yellow lead better. That is correct. All right. oh. Here's the what actual. What the one. hell was that? <laughs> here. It's this. Wait. wait, wait no, 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 hold on. on. Here we go. Oh. oh. okay. It's right that part looped over and over. All right. Next one. Here we go. Wait, wait. All
8: right. Here we go.
1: <laughs> this is your next one. Oh, wait. Is it that case? Wait, uh, should be this one I have on the list right here. Uh,
8: okay. I'm sorry. All right.
1: There we go. Listen closely. Buzz in if you know the answer. <laughs> Nick? Black. No, no. incorrect. <laughs> Patrick, any answer?
13: Uh, was it uh, learn to fly? Three
1: seconds. No, that's incorrect. It was footsteps. Ah, it was footsteps. Yeah. Here's the actual clip of that, Casey. Oh. Can you put it on the yep. actual clip? Yeah. Ah, yeah. All right, next one. This is the last one for Loop. There it is. Okay. Here we go. Your Loop. That's yeah. a hard one. You guys in the are... black circle? Uh, no, that's incorrect. Nick, any guess? Uh, porch. No, it oh. was Jeremy. Ah. Uh, All <laughs> right. Uh let's skip to the questions. Okay. okay. Oh, now these questions. are these are go. questions. Buzz right. in if you know the answer Hold to your this. your buzz? up high there, Patrick? April 28th, 1994, the Foo Fighters play their very first Philadelphia show at the Trocadero. Opening for the Foo Fighters at night was the band Hovercraft, featuring a special secret drummer. Who? I heard Nick first, Nick. Eddie Vetter. Eddie Vetter was the drummer. That's correct. Hovercraft was his wife's band. And he wore a wig so no one would recognize him. So we got two points for
3: Nick two so far? Two points for Nick. But I sense Patrick's going to dominate soon. <laughs> All right, next
1: question. Over the course of their stellar career, Pearl Jam has released 10 studio albums. Which one of those albums is the shortest in length? I heard Nick first. Versus. Incorrect. Patrick? Uh, Narl. No, that's incorrect. It was Backspacer in 2009, 36 minutes and 38 seconds long. Next question. On September twenty eighth, 2005, Pearl Jammed opened for the Stones at PNC Park in Pittsburgh. What song... What are we... Sorry. Uh, uh, Nick, what is your answer? Wild Horses. That is correct! Oh. Eddie sang that song with Mick Jagger that night. Well done. All right, so three for Nick, zero for Patrick. <laughs> Next question. I wasn't there. <laughs> Which two members of Pearl Jam played with the band
13: uh, Patrick? Oh well, I, I'm. I, I just it. Nirvana. Uh, it's either Nirvana or Sand garden No,
1: nope. no, that's incorrect. <laughs> Let me finish it. Which two members of Pearl Jam played with the band Trey's Mountains? Yeah, uh, cool. as in Three Mountains.
9: Uh, Nick, that'd be Jeff Ament and Mike McCready.
1: yeah, that's correct, yeah, that is absolutely. He's killing you, Patrick. All right, for nothing. Next question is the legend goes while in his senior year of high school, young Eddie Vetter's girlfriend and drama partner both broke... uh no, it is not bad. uh girlfriend and drama partner broke up with him and crushed his heart. What is the name of this horrible and super cruel swamp whore? <laughs> <laughs> Nick, do you know? I don't know. It's Liz Gumble.
9: Liz Gumble,
1: The Gumbler. Everybody the knows board. that, yeah. All right, next. High school was a very formative time for Eddie Vedder, which is exactly the kind of thing someone writes when they are looking to pad out a question. <laughs> While in high school, a man named Clayton Liggett was a very important person to Eddie. Who is he?
13: All right, Patrick. It, uh, it was his uh, drama teacher.
1: Yeah! Next question. In nineteen eighty six, Eddie Vedder responded to an ad to join a decidedly bad Duran Duran influence rock band called Bad Radio. The demo Eddie sent, Bad Radio, included a cover. Nick. Better man. No. Of which of which Bruce Springsteen song.
13: All right, Patrick. Jungle Land.
1: No. It was Atlantic. <laughs> it was Atlantic City, so that is incorrect. All right, do we have time to do a noodle? Yeah, let's do a noodle. All All right, right, we're going to do a noodle. A noodle, Patrick, is a little instrumental section of a song. We haven't looped it. We're just going to play you just a tiny little section of the song, and you tell us what it comes from, okay? Okay. It's just like a one-second portion of the song. So here is your noodle. Listen.
9: Okay. Oh. Oh, damn it, damn it. Buzz in if
1: you know the answer. Casey, give it to me one more time.
9: <laughs> it's, a, it's a newer song it's either on backspacer or lightning bolt
13: three seconds i'm not gonna get it i can't remember the name of the deck but no,
9: no johnny guitar
13: sad. sad Sad. off of lost dogs lost Dogs <gasps> that was wrong on everything next
1: oh everything. here's the okay. here's- Sounds a little bit like uh, dueling manjos. Yeah. It does. yeah. All right, next one. We have we have uh, two left, and then we're done with the contest. Here it is. Here's you your pull new it out, Patrick. Listen closely.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> one more time.
9: Nick, <laughs> spin the black circle.
1: No. One more time, Case.
9: <laughs>
1: Patrick. <laughs> 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 Jesus Christ. Do the evolution. Oh,
4: yeah. Great song,
1: by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there it
4: is.
1: And that's it. All right, last one. Here's your noodle.
7: Uh, Oh, Oh.
1: (sighs) they know it. These are these are more obscure songs that we chose. These are not big hits. Nick,
9: unthought known?
1: No, incorrect. Patrick, for the steal.
13: Here one
8: try. Five points, Patrick. What? <laughs> it's a five-pointer.
13: <laughs> I don't know. I I, I know. I I What would you Casey, like? Casey, let be? me let me
1: play the whole thing and okay. see if they know yeah. it. Then, all okay. right, buzz in when you know. All right, here we go.
9: Nick. Love bow captain. Yes ah, yeah. for negative five,
8: points, oh God,
9: <laughs> negative five points, Nick.
8: Negative five points, I can't
9: Minute negative a negative
3: point win by name. I call
6: no
9: fake. That was written mean? in Atlantic City, by the way. Did you know that? At the Borgata? Yeah. If you had
6: done the Bengals, you'd have, you'd have killed it. I, I
1: had we known, we'd have been all over it. All right, well, listen, we know you guys got to run. So the shows are uh, tonight, 730 and 945, and tomorrow night as well. PunchlinePhilly.com uh, to get your tickets. Patrick, good to see you again, Mike. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. You guys have a good Please. time in Philly, all right? Cheers. All right, Patrick Warburg Mike Williams. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us.
3: What's new? Glad you asked. Weezer.
4: The Bozzy. Dirty
7: honey.
10: More of everything that rocks.
1: On 93.3 WMMR. We have a programming note. Nick McElwain needs to make some kind of a correction from uh, when we had Patrick Warburton in here. And we did a Pearl Jam contest. And Nick kicked his
9: ass big time. I did win. Uh, He's very good. He's a huge Pearl Jam fan. (coughs) I I said something, a few things wrong. I I said Love Boat Captain was written in the Borgata in Atlantic City. That's not true. Uh, (laughs) Gone. The song Gone was written uh, at the Borgata in Atlantic City. So I got that wrong. Thank you, Twitter for pointing that out. And then, um, I'm also, sure they were nice about it. Though. They're totally nice. Yeah, they, yeah, People are very supportive. Yeah.
8: Excuse I, I, me, I'm Mr. McLean. I yeah. just wanted to uh, <laughs> make yes. you aware of something. No, <laughs> a lot of
9: people don't know that dickhead is a term of affection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Suck, yeah. Dickhead. yeah they just want to reach out and give you a hug over yeah, Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then the other thing was that um, we've been getting information that uh, there's going to be new Pearl Jam music, and so I thought maybe we'd have a chance to kind of tease that, but um, it's not quite there yet. But uh, trust me, this year, and we said this about a year ago, mm-hmm. but this year uh, oh, there's good authority that new Pearl Jam music is right on the horizon. The, yes, this has Good been authority. confirmed by yeah, sources.
1: We know. We, yeah, we even know, we know the
9: title of the song.
1: Are we, we do, even allowed yeah. to say it yet? Why not? Yeah. Oh, no,
8: apparently Marissa's over there. For oh, that. Marissa's, no, Marissa's yeah. starts, she's got a
9: very interesting look on her face that says... We do have that audio, don't do though,
8: case, don't we? Um, of the new music?
9: Yeah. New music I'm looking for. Wait, we're not allowed to say that uh, Dancing with Clairvoy- Clairvoyance is the name of the song?
1: I didn't
2: say
9: that. Oh. No. I, I, <laughs> don't, I have no I idea. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Um. What What is uh? What are you looking for, Casey? I don't know. <laughs> okay, it's all good. I, I guess we don't have it, Steve. Right, I don't really right. know. But anyhow, uh, the corrections have been made, and yes, there's going to be some new music uh, coming in the near future from Pearl Jam, which is cool. And hopefully, hopefully, that's a tour involved uh, with that whole yeah, thing. A lot You're... of
9: rumors around that, but none of that is confirmed.
1: Yep. Um. Let's see. I I saw this article. Thought it was interesting. I was Curious what you guys think about it. Um, and this is apparently a book that is called Kill Reply All, A Modern Guide to Online Etiquette from Social Media to Work to Love. And this is from a woman named Victoria Turk, who is an editor at Wired UK and uh, basically has some um, etiquette information about texting and so on. Stuff we do
3: every day. <laughs> Correct. Do you, do you mainly communicate through texting? On your phone, I mean, yeah, not, yeah, 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 you more likely to text and make a call way much more than calling,
1: okay, uh, and in fact, there's a little bit of that in here, as far as you know which you should do, but yeah, I, I use postcards use postcards, I like to send postcards, yeah, no, i uh texting is quick, it's easy, it gets to the point, and uh and so it's it's a preferred use of um communication for me, but here's uh here's one of the things that she points out, and I had no idea punctuation. It says at the end of a text message, it's very clear that the text message is finished. Putting a period at the end uh, just to finish the sentence is sort of redundant, adding that extra effort makes it seem like you're doing it for emphasis, which is come, can come off as angry.
2: Wait, so you...
1: A period at the end what? of a sentence, at the end of a text. I don't buy that, especially Wait, with like a come, one come off is angry.
2: Okay, the period. Okay, no, I one hundred percent agree with this. So yeah. I text oh, with somebody. Jesus. Listen, I, no, okay, listen, I'll hear. I text with somebody often, and. When that person uses periods, I know they are angry, and I have to pick up the phone and call them.
3: It's that person, though. But in general, I think it's just what you call, I don't know, punctuation. Well,
2: no, it's not just that person. He has a, an article here saying that, that I'm just just—I'm just concurring saying that they're I, – I i believe it 100%. So,
1: but you've made a, a – a connect. you know for sure. Yep. So you've talked to this person yep. after they've sent a message that has a period at the end of it, and they're in a foul mood of sorts, or they're angry Right,
2: so it. listen, I, I wouldn't say it's like – Uh, So it would be not like, okay, if if you send a text, it's a few sentences, you use a period here, use an exclamation point there, use a question mark there, not angry. If I get a text that is a few sentences long and every sentence has a period, I got to call her.
3: Really? See, I write my text as if I'm writing an email. I I, I write it to me, it's just a shorter, I do commas and punctuation and capitals and the whole deal. Yeah. Uh, And even when I'm dictating a, a, a text in the car, You'll say period. I'll say comma. Yeah. I do the whole deal with period, exclamation point. I throw it all in there.
1: Right. Uh, Because I'm special. I'd never heard this. Now, obviously, I know the things about, you know, caps and and multiple exclamation points and things like that, that, what kind of a message you're trying to convey that way. But I've never heard the adding a period at the end of a sentence can come off as To me, that's
3: almost like like in the radio, you're over, you know, like you're you're finished, you know, end of transmission. Yeah.
1: I I I go back and forth, and it has nothing to do with my mood. It has to do with uh, convenience. If it's just real quick, uh, say we're on the air, and I see something from my wife, yeah. and it's something that I need to address very very quickly while we're live on the air, I might go, you know, okay,
8: and not add or a, a thumbs up or yeah, or, or not
1: not, a, but leave a period off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? I, I yes. mean, I'm
8: I'm going through some text messages, <clears throat> a, a text chain with you, Preston, and really the only time that I use punctuation. Is if I'm using several sentences, right? So, right. So, I, I obviously need to put a period at the one at, at the end of one sentence to get to the next sentence. Yeah. Uh, the other punctuations I use are question marks because you need to know that I'm answering a question, and exclamation points just so you know that I'm excited about something. Mm-hmm. Everything else, there are no punctuations on 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 my end, hmm. but there are punctuations on your end. Now, you're you're, you're texting a lot. You text a lot. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying that uh, I also think. A period at the end of a one-word response is very terse. Oh, totally. Like, you yes. know, if you're asking and, and you say no. You know, it's way it's period. a difference between me saying no <laughs> yes. and no. I'm with you. I'm and with you. no. Yep. Yeah. But that, di- okay. All
3: right. All right. Uh, what? what about FU? <laughs> that just doesn't, you know. FU but no period.
1: No. Can also be non Confrontational and yeah. You know, if there's no so, I mean? Period.
3: So we got we got no, screwed over. I'm, so
1: I'm, I'm using inflection to
8: to, <laughs> to point it out. We got screwed over uh, a if little. If only bit.
3: there was a way to actually speak to the person.
8: Yeah, yeah. yeah the, we got screwed over a little bit ago uh by somebody in the building. I got an apology from uh, a person in a text message, and my response to them had no punctuation. And I was just, and so to me that meant like i'm okay yeah, i'm okay like no worries so you're
1: purposely doing that leaving a uh, uh punctuation off to convey a message i yeah. have no idea
8: I, I guess i'm doing that no idea subconsciously do you, do you double double space
1: after uh yes. each sentence you i don't do. triple stamp that,
8: on a double stamp i'll tell you that much uh,
3: because that will add a period add a period yeah. yeah well that's, that's also become now uh, that is less uh because of of word constraints you usually go two spaces after a period, mm-hmm. you know, now
2: well, we don't need word constraint on text.
3: Well, right. but like on Twitter, on Twitter or something yeah. uh, when you're trying to conserve spaces so uh, that's now uh, the, the, uh, the those constraints are forcing regular protocols with writing to uh, change.
2: I use a lot of exclamation points and I've had people say to me, wow, geez, you're really excited about that. Right. Um, but but that's kind of my normal text. I do as
3: well because a lot of times I'm I'm saying things that are a little bit hyperbolic or that I'm a little, you know, that I'm showing some emotion and that's the way to do it. You got to save them. Or or at least the turd emoji.
1: There may be a time when you really want to convey it and then people don't know that because they're desensitized
3: no. by how many
2: exclamation but that's me. points you for use for me that's all exclamation i mean all um capital letters and the exclamation points when
3: yeah. kathy's really angry she breaks out the swastikas
2: <laughs>
1: that's how you know no i guess it's like uh it's it's like people's inflections and and everybody's a little bit different and they're they're uh and if uh, you text
2: them you get to know their... Their text, dialect their, of sorts. Yeah, their texting pattern.
1: Yeah, okay. Hang on a second. I'm going to go to Zach. Hi, Zach. Good morning.
2: Hey, guys. I don't know if I told you the story,
11: but one time I was in AC tripping on ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sounds yeah, familiar. Everyone wants to do that. Uh, yeah, it sounds yeah. familiar, yeah. <laughs> but what's the other thing you were going to tell us about?
11: Uh, yeah, uh, when when my girlfriend uh, tags on a period at the end of the text, uh that's, that's usually not a good sign for me.
3: Wow. So you've known that consistently you see that period pop up and you know something's up.
11: Whenever I see a period in the text, I know that I'm in turd emoji.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> if there's a period on the text, is there a period in real life? That's the question. Uh No. <laughs> no. Nah, no, no, it's no. yeah, just right. a subtle way. I get it. I, I, I have been, I'm Preston. Until you mention it right now, I've Thanks been man. completely clueless on this. Uh, I saw a guy
1: who uh, a story about a guy a little while back who his one, one of his his lifelong uh, goals or his his mission was to try to get people to use apostrophes properly, and he 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 tried to he wrote books, he you know all this stuff. And he's late in his age, I think he's in like his 90s now, and he has just given up. He's like, I can't, it doesn't. I'm done. Yeah, he's it,
3: that's it. I'm done. I have no more time for this. Yeah. (laughs) Put a
1: a, a barrel in his mouth and finished it. Uh, Somebody had texted that they said if they're angry, they end, they they use the word no. If they're not angry, they write nah. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. nah. Nah. Or no. Right. (laughs) And it's one or the other, or if
2: my, <laughs> one uh, for me is sure with a period. How about negative? Negative as in yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, Affirmative,
3: negative.
14: Marissa, the one that gets me is when do the uh, quotes go away around like a proper like a movie title or a book in texting? Or, in texting or like tweeting? I'm doing a little bit of all this, right? Like that's too that.
2: much for texting.
3: No, I include I include quotes around movie titles or something in a in a, in a text.
14: Well, because sometimes if the movie title is in, it gets confusing if you don't even capitalize it.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I will capitalize, you. or you if, you can't if it's something proper, or
3: italics
1: will mm-hmm. work if you can do that. I don't even know how you do that. I, I have no clue. I, I just use Pokemon. Sometimes I'll see something like a font in red or something. How did you do
11: that? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah,
1: whatever text. That? Yeah, or whatever. I don't and, know how, and, how to do, and, do that. Even in emails, so Bill sometimes puts little fonts and italics and bolds and,
13: and
1: oh. uh and colors
9: in his emails and i'm like
3: how'd yeah. you do that
9: yeah. Annabelle's emails, always in red yeah Annabelle's emails are easy he's in red Erzy. Erzy. easier uh and all you have to do is highlight and then you can change the color right. of the font yeah huh. here's here's one where i know that i'm in trouble and uh, my girlfriend's listening so i apologize for outing you on this but uh if it's a have fun exclamation point it means hey go on and have fun <laughs> If okay. it's have fun, period, uh, you probably should get home now, and right. yeah. you, you've had too many drinks. Oh, yep. Why don't you just have fun, then? Yeah. Have fun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You rotten fun. hell. That's how it is. You're right. Yeah, have fun. Have fun. have fun.
3: Rotten hell?
9: Mm-hmm.
1: Or,
11: <laughs>
4: no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Rotten
8: hell. Rotten hell? Rotten hell.
1: <laughs> or rotten hell. <laughs> there there are a few other etiquettes, but I thought that one alone is worth uh, discussing, and we'll take some more calls here in a second. But uh, there's one that says, reconsider replying all. You know, if you see a chain <laughs> that you're on and hitting reply all, we know that. We talked about to try to maybe, uh, if you can, handpick just a couple of people that you would like to reply to on that or bail on it all altogether. Like the
8: entire sales force of the company. Exactly. Um, you want to let them know that, that you you're have sorry some... Yeah, over and over and over again as <laughs> you try to 20. correct.
4: Yeah.
1: Correct. Here's another your problem one. Uh, email is not an instant messenger. Yeah. Uh, eager emailer, e- emailers have uh, come to expect near instantaneous responses, but Turk points out that. Uh, not, that's not the way that email is intended to be used. It's not supposed to be an immediate back and forth conversation tool. Uh, if you need a quick answer, they suggest using a different medium such as a call or Slack. I don't know what Slack is. Uh, but it, some people, you don't have their text message. You don't have their phone number. So email is what Mm -hmm. you have, you know? Uh,
8: sometimes if I send an important email, I will follow up with the text message to said person saying, Hey, check your email. You ever follow up with a phone call? Um, No, no, because I hate talking on the phone. So, like, when we were doing the um, comedy night for uh, the Camp Out for Hunger, I was texting Robert Kelly. And he wasn't getting back to me. And then I found out that he hates text messages and only likes phone calls, which I was like, that's kind of like the opposite of everybody else on the earth. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say everybody. I, uh, there are people that prefer phone calls, and it's an easier way to communicate.
9: And also, uh, a lot of this, uh, these problems are eliminated with a phone call because you can tell inflection, you can tell urgency, that type of yeah. thing. Well,
1: if there are details to hammer out, I would much rather talk to someone. Yes, absolutely. I, we, there was a, uh, a group text message we were on. We're trying to figure out some vacations. Casey had an addendum. To a discussion that we had already had, and I, I started to text something I'm like, no, too much this F is it. gonna be this is gonna be we're gonna go back and forth. I need to talk to you. so I called him and we got it hammered out in a couple of minutes as opposed to yep. spending the next hour going back and forth slowly over text. and then he know? sent you back a uh,
3: enjoy your vacation period <laughs>
1: period
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He was serious about it uh,
2: when I'm on group text, sometimes uh it gets lost like th- so many will come in and yes. then I'm like, you know what I don't have time to go back and read through all of these. So, like, I'm out on the conversation. And people have said to me, like, you, you didn't comment. I'm like, because it it just went too long.
3: With group text, Kathy, also at the beginning, the way it displays at the top of the phone, it has the circles, 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 you know, where it, yeah. it's, it's all yeah. over each other. And and sometimes you forget. You just don't remember who's in that group yeah, yeah. text. So, some and I've done it where I was like, I there's one person who I don't, it's information I don't think they should know. Yeah. And I, oh, let me check. And I've saved myself from sending it to the wrong person. Yeah. I have a friend who does this interesting thing with text. So he'll he'll write a sentence and then
1: he'll hit the en- enter button like three or four times. So it goes way down. It's almost like another paragraph. Uh-huh. And then he'll write another group of information and then and then hit enter a few more times. So the bubble that that text comes in it's is so huge. Big. Yeah. And it's, he's got all these gaps in between his thoughts. And I'm like... Is that to make it stand out on the on the screen more? I have no idea. I don't know no, why I he does it. No, I
2: think it's like separate thoughts, right? Yeah. I have a few people that do Sometimes that. Sometimes
1: they're not separate thoughts. Sometimes uh. I don't. I Sometimes can't it's just
3: simple, stupid thoughts. I can't yeah.
1: quite figure it out. And, Kathy, it says here, this, this other point is, um, emojis and exclamation points are good in moderation.
8: Right. Hey, uh, getting back to the reply all, um, because you, you see it happen when, like, a congratulations email goes out. And or, you know, anything along those lines. And I, I don't understand why people do reply all um, if it's not necessary for everybody's eyes. And so what I generally do, let's say it's a congratulations. I will then fi- either send that person that one that's getting the congratulations, either a text message Or a separate email. Like, the entire company doesn't need to know that you're happy for them. Do you know what I mean? I I do a thing called reply no one.
2: (laughs) I agree with that. However, I was recently in a situation where everyone on the email was replying all. Um, And it was, like, kind of a serious situation. So I felt like I couldn't be the only person to not reply. And if I didn't reply all, they wouldn't see that I replied. So I had to reply all and say Say something,
1: I, Casey. I guess it's a sense fun. of a yeah. I guess it's a sense of a group of people applauding you all at once. You're you're being applauded, and everyone is seeing everyone else applaud you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's that version of that. I think you know there it's, there's it's,
3: a dynamic there. I think you're right on some level. It's people are looking for like a little bit of you know cyber
9: love. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and showing it publicly. It's
9: probably best just to email, like, everybody in the company, Casey. You know, just track (laughs) down everybody's email address and send calendar (laughs) invites to
3: all of them. I think what – I mean, is there any – for the longest time, when we would send out messages, just a, a, a basket from Hickory Farms. Yeah, that's that a, too. That's really contact. By the
1: way, did you guys know Raz has a day off coming up? I did. Yeah. Today it was yesterday. It,
3: today? It, was it, was today. yesterday. it was yesterday. Okay. Yeah, yeah Donny
1: Raz, Raz from he's the program director from XTU, our sister station, and he sends out to the entire
3: company when he's
8: got a day off. Donny uh, Black. Time. He came in here yesterday. He goes, "Hey, just want to let you guys know in case you missed it. Uh, Raz has the day off." Yeah, <laughs> I think
3: why he does that
8: is so that.
3: At some points during the day, we'll all stop by his house and just make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Sure,
8: absolutely. <laughs>
3: we've
9: uh, we've talked about group texts involving uh, Android phones, right? Like uh, if if you send a video on a group text and one of those people has yeah. an Android phone, the video they, quality they is automatically it. diminished. So Marissa has an Android. The rest of us have iPhones. And so if somebody in is our group, is that why? Yes, that's is. exactly why. That's she terrible. ruins our
2: text in, chain. In my
9: family dynamic, my mom has an Android. Everybody else has iPhones. So okay, yeah, that's why. I never knew because sometimes, like Casey sent a video not long ago, and I'm like
1: this. Is, this looks terrible.
4: Yeah, and it, everything is terrible
1: about it it looks the audio and the video. Yeah, and sounds terrible. And I was, I couldn't yeah. figure it out. Marissa, Thanks, Marissa, you're off the list.
14: Sorry for being being a green bubble, guys. <laughs> Do you notice that my texts are a different color too?
8: Yeah. No. Yeah, her texts are in green.
2: Oh, the bubble. Yeah. Oh, that's. what I never okay, noticed. Got that. Yes, okay, got
14: it. So just out there,
2: if you yeah, but it's sending... not your. It's because you're on the group text. Everyone's are green.
14: Yeah. Oh, okay. But just in general, so the world knows, if you have what? an iPhone, you cannot send a video to a droid, and a droid cannot send a video to an iPhone. So just email it, especially but, if that person is But these are running. the droids I was looking for.
8: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: No, I can't send you a video from my phone?
8: You no. You can, but it's the, the quality oh, is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's the little.
14: It's not oh,
2: just it. little. It's like fuzzy. Yeah, yeah,
8: yeah.
14: Just, yeah. You just email it. it. Got it. Got it, got it. Boxes, okay. we transfer.
1: I did not know that. Okay. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to, let, going back to the grammar stuff, I'm going to go to Steven, who been on hold for a long time. Hi, Stephen, you're on the air. Good morning.
4: Hey, bitches! Hey, what? Steven. <laughs> Happy New
13: Year, guys. Uh, so, I'm a proper grammar, punctuation, texter. And uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is because when it comes to business, I have a guy I work for, and he sends single letter, no punctuation text, and it comes off as really
8: kind of juvenile.
13: So... When it comes to uh, business text
6: and I get these non-grammar, non-punctuation texts, I kind of end up thinking
13: like, "Hey, who's this jabroni?" Right. To get me to work with them.
3: Right. I okay. think in cases of like business-wise, I think yeah, you have to consider how you look to your boss, and yeah. uh, and, and that there's there's certainly more informed on an education level. On an educational level, you know. That that you should yeah. you should probably be doing
1: things proper when it comes to business.
8: So my my yeah, friend isn't. You are not just texting with your friends and family, right? Like you, you yeah,
1: there is a more formal way. Coworkers, potential <laughs> clients, things like that. All right, thanks, Stephen. Appreciate it. Uh, my Good friend, note.
8: my friend is in sales, and they had to work the final day of the year, so they were working on New Year's Eve day, and so that's the final day of the fiscal year. And the big manager, you would you would assume that they would you know send out like. Something like a little bit more, I don't know, um, officey, businessy, right, or whatever. Right, yeah. He sent sent out a video of uh, Motley Crue's "Kickstart My Heart," <laughs> and then with this like raging, like, "Yeah, let's kick some ass today!" Bam, 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 you know, and and all this stuff, and then it was signed Viper. <laughs> 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 Viper,
3: yes. Well, maybe he was trying to rally. He that. was trying to rally right, the troops, right. but so you Viper know. wanted a yeah, better, a, a good Q one. Let's close it out, man. Yeah. Let's close out the year. All
1: right, uh, Strong,
3: Viper, yeah, rock. Uh,
1: couple of other things to point out. Uh, yeah, emojis, exclamation points are good, but in moderation. Uh, it says here, never ever leave a voicemail. <laughs> there absolutely no purpose for voicemails in the modern age. Call me uh, a boomer
9: if you want. I, I still like a, if somebody leaves me a voicemail, I'll listen to it and respond to it. Here's what I do now. Leave a voicemail and I'll read the text. Well, that too, because it converts yeah. it to text. Yeah, but mm-hmm. sometimes uh, information can be imparted in a voicemail that's important, and therefore it needs to be listened to. See, yep. I
2: think if I don't have you in my phone, if you're not saved and I don't know your number, then you have to leave a voicemail. Otherwise, I'm not calling back. But if if I have your phone number saved, you don't need to leave a voicemail. I'll call you back. But
9: not okay. every time somebody calls you, uh, it doesn't always come up on your phone. Like your phone is off, or you're you know sometimes you'll you will miss a call said, and not yeah. know that you missed a call. Yeah. Hence the voicemail. Who's Annabelle?
1: Uh, it says you have no idea what to expect from them. They could go on for minutes. You might have to reach for a pen to jot down some information.
2: Oh, I don't have time. And for And it's
1: super inefficient and inconvenient. Pens are so heavy. Oh, if you call fingers. someone and they don't pick up, she says consider dropping an email or a text instead.
8: A lot of times, don't ever leave me a message. My missed call is your voicemail. Yes, if that makes sense. It yeah, does. no, yeah. yeah,
2: that's yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I understand.
1: It. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. Uh, here's another one that says don't read and ignore. Uh, Turk says there's no obligation to turn on your read receipts, but uh, the optional notification to the person that you're texting with uh, that says that if you open your message or not. Uh, but if you decide to use them, it's bad manners to leave people hanging, uh, respond immediately, even if it's just <laughs> a thumbs-up emoji that shows I've read your message, and then uh, reply properly later on, she says. Okay. I've, I've started to get lazy on that. Uh, I'm receiving a text... And a lot of times they happen while we're on the show, and I'll see it, and and I make uh, tap it and look at it, and set it aside, and then I've forgotten forget, about it. Yeah. And because it's not labeled as new, yeah. And then I two weeks later, I'm like, oh my god, I forgot to get back to that person. Yeah, it shifts you know? down in the. Yeah. Yeah. If I know
3: it's something important, I don't actually don't I don't respond to it because I want to make sure it's still in you know. Uh, but you know, sometimes click, you don't know that you important. can click it as unread too. You can you know uh, return it to its original status
2: on a text. You can.
3: Yeah, I believe you can right. I don't know.
2: I don't. I don't think so. Wait. Um. Back to the thumbs up emoji. I was gonna bring this up earlier. Uh, so, <laughs> I have another friend. If I get a thumbs up emoji, something's wrong.
1: Oh no! See. Okay. Knock it off. Yeah. As in, as, oh, like they're smuggling, like going, like. Yeah. Like. Good nice for, job, good girlfriend. For you. Good for yeah. you. Oh
2: yeah. Like okay. We uh,
1: sarcastically.
2: Did you Did you guys do a girls' night? Yeah, we did. Um, it was you know when you weren't in town. Thumbs up.
1: No, kidding. Okay. <laughs> I use it as in as in okay, you know, confirmed, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. something like that. Go to hell. Uh, I use I use e- the thumbs up probably more than any other
2: yeah. uh
1: emoji. I'm not a big emoji guy.
2: But now with her, I give her the thumbs up, you know what I mean? So she she knows that I'm annoyed.
3: Uh-oh. What is has oh, there has up. there has ever it, been yeah. is there anything approximating a middle finger? There's
2: there is there.
8: Is there is a middle finger. finger. Is there? Yeah. I didn't
3: even
1: know. Yeah. Uh, this text, I don't know what this is from. It says the thumbs-up emoji is only used in sarcastic situations just like in real life. The only person who legitimately gives a thumbs-up is your dad.
3: Well, <laughs> no, you are a dad.
1: <laughs> I am a dad. Yeah. The teenagers are crying out loud. So there you go. Yes, maybe it's true. But I use thumbs-up quite a bit. Uh, what about t pigs? Uh, not in a while. Not since Big Red. <laughs> that was um, a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Uh, let me see here. I'm going to go to uh, Jesus. Jesus.
0: Yes, sir. You guys rock. Thank you, man.
1: Appreciate it for playing some biblical music for you, Jesus. Uh, what were you going to say about punctuation?
11: Um, Usually
3: all my sentences, like any type of messaging, like Facebook or Instagram or whatever, I don't use commas. I use three dots.
4: Me oh, too. I do that, too. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I have no idea why. Even, even after I'm explaining something, I'll be like, check this out, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Yeah, it's like your pause. It's a pause. Yeah. I got it. And by the yes. way, you're supposed to only you're supposed to use no more than three dots.
10: Because if you well, no more than three dots. Everybody knows it.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, because on text, if you start to use more than three, it they become smaller. They shrink down.
3: Do they? Yeah. Um I, I didn't know, know that. that. There's so much I don't know. I know. Uh, yeah, but and you but want to
1: even talk about even hey hey Sue, though so even even uh like if, if you're listing items like you know, if you have like five or six things to do, normally you would put commas between those, you'll do three dots, I'll do three dots every so, time. so I, you know, I need you to pick up eggs dot 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 bacon dot 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 bread, but dot 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 so on, if you're saying dot
8: a, <laughs> like that yeah dot
3: dot dot So usually items I just put out the items and I'll put a space
8: all I right see, so I'll do dot, it like a list, yeah. it'll be like bread. Yeah uh return Enter, uh, return yeah, yeah i mm-hmm.
1: gotcha all right thanks yeah. jesus appreciate it man No problem. uh let me see i'm gonna go to nicole next hi nicole good morning
11: hi good morning guys hey what's up so i was just actually calling because my punctuation actually kind of helped me land my husband oh um, i can't wait to hear this so okay we were uh, set up uh, over text uh, by a girl we went to high school with and um he dated a girl right before me and he just had commented that all his communication with her was run on sentences couldn't understand or anything like that and uh he's a you know bit of a grammar nazi so when he got you know the first initial text back from me he immediately went to the girl who set with, set us up and was like oh god thank you for setting me up with an articulate woman ah, that's cool yeah, so it was actually part of our, his vows to me was, you know, <laughs> you, you had the perfect secret to my heart, which is perfect punctuation. So. Had you
1: had you guys met in person before you started texting?
11: No, we hadn't. No, we were set up by, you know, a mutual friend. And there I, you go. We Are, you, there, yeah. Yeah.
8: Are you a grammar Nazi, too?
11: Um, you know, I'm not as bad as he is, um, but, you know, I'm a hospice nurse, so my doc- documentation has to be perfect. Yes. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm i very conscientious of it, but no, I'm not as bad as he is.
1: Wow. Interesting. All right. Thanks, Nicole. I appreciate it. That, Thanks, is, that is a topic a for another time. We don't have time to get to it right now. But uh, falling uh, in love with someone or being interested in someone before you even meet them because of? Something that makes no sense at all. You're right. Ter- he was turned on by her texting. Right. I mean that's and not even like sexy texting, just accurate texting. Just Accurate and articulate texting. A
14: friend of mine sent me a message and I said, Oh, how was that guy you talked to on Bumble? And she said, He Ked me. Like K-ed? He, just, he said like she sent something and he just went K. K. K.
3: Oh. Just okay. the letter. Ooh, right. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that's no. uh No uh, yeah. they, at a certain point if it's too much work to write, okay. Uh, yeah. K, it's like boo. K is one that I yeah. That's I that's
4: get.
2: Dismissive. I see that as a bit that's of a snub. I get, that's K, I get KK. What? Yeah, I I don't know. That's when you're wearing the white I, hood. At, at first, I always. <laughs> no, at first I thought it was you know a typo, but she does it all the time.
3: Is that like okay, okay?
2: No, it's like K-K. like yep, definitely got it. No problem. KK. K-K. Oh man,
3: I'm, this stuff I just do not. <laughs> It's probably flying past me. People probably hear my guts and I have no idea because I can't. I, I just don't pay any attention to that You're not stuff. a big
9: texter, though. I'm not
3: a big texter. No. I'm not a big texter. I'm more a mountain man, Nick. Uh,
1: <laughs> let me see. I'm going to go to Don, who's been on hold for like 15, 20 minutes. Hi, Don. You're on the air. Good morning.
13: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Gadzooks.
1: Gadzooks. What's up, bud? What's so my next number.
8: what we're seeing is a sort of de-evolution in communication because people, there's a the standard of writing was, was created for a reason in grammar and punctuation. And while we have character limits in tweets and things like that, mm-hmm. it's people are trying to be expeditious and trying to be expressive, but we're getting away from the standard of writing that we're not using in handwriting because we're relying on technology. Sure, so yeah. Can, yeah.
3: yeah. No, that's what I was saying is that it, it's actually changing the ways we write just regular letters or regular emails. Uh, we're being um, – we're adopting some of the things that are incorporated into into Twitter posts, and just you know, expediting as you said the the whole process. And uh, sometimes it becomes h- harder to understand the way someone means something. It's always been hard to get across your inflection in print, but this adds another element to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I so think
8: I wanted to comment on the woman before, in that as a guy, if I'm communicating with a woman and she's using full sentences and grammar. That means that, you know, her mental faculty is there. She can communicate and express herself. That's appealing to me. Okay. So, you know, you're right. popping a boner. You're definitely one of those. <laughs> nice, Don. Thanks, bud. Appreciate um, it. You guys ever read your kids' text messages?
1: No, I should.
8: The ones no. I abduct. Okay, yes. yes. So they speak in shorthand uh, via text, and there are a lot of times where I'm going through and I'm like, mm. Don't know what it means. I, Do you get to this,
9: I-L-Y-S-M?
8: Uh well, let me finish my thought here. Um, the, I, I don't know what that means. I love you so uh, much. Um, I don't know if there's gibberish or if they actually mean something right. sometimes. And
9: that's yeah, – that, I'm sorry for interrupting, but that's what my question was because when I read these things, I need to have a translator. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, more so on Instagram because, um, you know, my son's on Instagram and, and that's a massive way of communicating among all of his friends. And my, uh, my nieces are on it as well. It's it's one of those things where you're like – all right, it's just a new way of communicating, you know. Yeah. It's no different than, than what we did with writing notes in class. Yeah. It's just a new way of doing it. So
8: that last guy said it's a de evolution of communicating and I, I I sort of disagree with that terminology. I look at it more like it's an evolution in, <laughs> in, in communicating. <laughs> Here's somebody texts and said, I'm giving up drinking
1: for the month. Oh, sorry, punctuation important. I'm giving up, comma, drinking for a month.
9: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It can make a difference. It does, yeah. Well, anyhow. These, Give that uh,
2: guy a thumbs up back.
9: What? Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> we can't do that on this text platform. By the way, if you ever text us, uh, which is 39333, we can't see emoji. Right? What? Right, right exactly. We can only on. see We can only see the text. Yep. <laughs> Thank God. What is this, 2020? <laughs> uh, oh, it is. Yeah.
1: By the way, uh, this book is called Kill Reply All, A Modern Guide to Online Etiquette from Social Media to Work to Love. But I didn't know... I wasn't aware that putting a period at the end can seem like it's uh smug. Seemed very standard to me. I just me too. I never read into that particular thing. Interesting. All right, we need to take a break. We're gonna do that very thing. Not before I at case time to ask the question. Oh my goodness! I totally oh, forgot about that. It's nine thirty eight. I should have done this a little while back. We have cash to give away, courtesy of the Dr. Oz show. Clear the phone lines. We'll take caller number 12 that knows the answer to this question. On yesterday's show, Dr. Oz talks to a close family friend of Jamie Kloss one year after she was kidnapped by Jake Patterson, from whom she escaped after 88 days in captivity. When James held, was uh, held prisoner in Patterson's house, where did he hide her? Mm. 215263 WMMR. All right. When Jamie was held prisoner in Patterson's house, where did he hide her? 215-263-WMMR. You had to have seen Dr. Oz, which is on weekdays, 2 o'clock on Fox 29, to know the answer to that. Caller number 12 will start with you, see if you know the answer. Coming back with the Bizarre Files. Stay with us.
0: The President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Now. 93.3 now. WMMR. Now. Everything that rocks.
1: All right, so we need to get the answer and give away the prize for this Dr. Oz watch and win uh, that we've been doing this week. We're going to do it again next week, by the way. And uh, on yesterday's show, Dr. Oz talked about a uh, close family friend of, or spoke to, a close family friend of uh, Jamie Kloss one year after she was kidnapped by Jake Patterson, uh, from whom she escaped after 88 days in captivity when Jamie was held prisoner in Patterson's house. Where did he hide her? And I will go to Joe for the answer. Hey, Joe, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, Joe. So where did he hide her in the house? Under a bed. Under a bed, yes.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, you got it, Joe. That means we got 500 bucks for you. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Uh, don't forget, you can get a daily dose of Dr. Oz. Each day, Dr. Oz offers health tips through crime stories, food investigations, and celebrity interviews. You can watch Dr. Oz on uh, Fox 29 weekdays at 2 p.m. Uh, Friday, today, Dr. Pimple Popper's most frightening cases
3: yet. You ever watch that show?
1: I've seen parts of it. Yep. I've seen videos,
3: and I know what it's all about. They have a new one. Oh. Which is all effed up feet. Oh, my They're God. God. They're Oh, man. If you thought Pimple Popper was gnarly. Really? You got to see this okay. freaking thing. All right. Uh, so we're going to do this
1: again next week with uh, Doctor Oz. I don't know if we'll have a question about today's show or not. I think that's the way. It Watch works. it just in case. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the way it works. Okay, excellent. All right. Uh, oh, I, I need to uh, give away God Charles Turkey Bacon because they're here this morning. I want to give away six uh, packs of a uh, six pack of coupons, good for six full size packages. And uh, don't forget, God Charles Turkey Bacon has eighty percent less fat, hundred percent bacon flavor. Bacon. Uh, <laughs> call it number, uh, Call it numbers eleven and twelve. Uh, the bacon yours two one five two six three WMMR call right now. We're gonna do the trash. No, we're gonna do the bizarre file while you're calling.
4: Out.
0: No. Bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre file.
1: Brought to you by Godsholes. Keep that New Year's resolution with bacon when you make Godsholes turkey bacon part of your healthy plan. A woman told police that she had a medical marijuana card, but that evidently didn't keep her out of trouble when investigators reported a medical marijuana container that had crack cocaine inside of it. She didn't have a card for that? She didn't. Police encountered the 46-year-old woman during a traffic stop. Uh, The vehicle smelled of spliff, they said. I'm sure I have my crack card in here. Uh, The woman said she had a medical marijuana card and pot in the vehicle. When she got out, investigators said they spotted a small bag with possible marijuana in it. By the way, it was packaged... Uh, more like street level drug sales as opposed to a medical pot dispensary. As for her medical marijuana card, the woman pointed in the vehicle toward a hooded sweatshirt. A glass crack pipe, however, fell from the sweatshirt. Under, under the seat, uh, police found a container from a medical marijuana business, but inside, half dozen rocks of crack cocaine. Uh, she may have had a medical marijuana card, but she did not have a get-out-of-jail-free card as they took her to the county jail. She just crossed off the word blockbuster on an old card and crack. <laughs> a clerk and a suspect at a mobile gas station were hurling a package of sticky buns <laughs> back and forth at each other across the counter after the clerk accused the suspect of stealing snacks early Tuesday morning. Sticky bun fight. Uh, the employee told police that uh, Chacol Burke had opened a package of combos and consumed the snack while she hid a package of cookies and two beef sticks in her coat. The clerk said he confronted Burks about the combos and the snacks hidden in her coat when when she approached the counter to pay for the sticky bun. Burks became angry and grabbed the sticky bun and threw it at the clerk, who returned the glazed bun fire. Were you
3: son of a bitch?
1: A witness flagged down a passing squad car and pointed out the scene as Burks had allegedly pulled down an entire display of baked goods. and dropped the sticky bun. Sending numerous items across the floor. When confronted by the officer, Burks provided a fake name... <laughs> She denied stealing and eating snacks, but admitted to consuming the combos, which she said she had intended to pay Okay, at
3: least she took ownership of it. Well, she said (laughs) she was going to pay
1: for him. Yeah. Uh, She was arrested, though, so now she's off to jail. A young man who was in a coma for nearly four years in Germany after his work lunch was poisoned by a colleague, has died. Oh my god. Yeah, the 26-year-old ingested lead acetate and mercury after it was sprinkled on his sandwiches
3: resulting in severe brain damage. Was this was this were people doing this for a while or was this, this was this a string of crimes like this? I, I remember this going on. Two of his
1: colleagues were also targeted okay. and suffered kidney damage. A man named only as Klaus O uh, was found guilty of attempted wow. murder last year and sentenced to life in prison. On Thursday, the state prosecutor said a new trial could be ordered by Germany's Supreme Court now that one of the victims has lost his life. I remember when you first reported on this. Yeah. Uh, the case came to light in 2018 after a colleague at a metal fittings company noticed a white powder on his lunch. Uh. Video surveillance cameras were later installed at the workplace, which captured Klaus Placing the substance on his colleague's sandwiches, tests identified it as lead acetate, mercury, almost tasteless substances that, if ingested, could lead to serious organ damage. Further searches at Klaus's home uncovered mercury, lead, and uh, cadmium as well. So, yeah, that's uh, that's horrible. But Diabolical. The guy, four years later, the guy oh. dies. Most children uh, have heads, but whatever. <laughs>
4: That's true, I've noticed
1: Officials in Uganda tweeted out photos yesterday Of a woman carrying what appears to be a child on her back But the tweet says the baby turned out to be just a set of pajamas Stuffed with banned
3: cosmetics
1: (laughs) She didn't have a head on it and thought she was going to get away with it Uh, The woman was attempting to bring the cosmetics into Uganda From the Democratic Republic of the Congo Well, hasn't
3: hit that age where the
1: head grows in (laughs) Apparently you can't do that Speaking of kids' heads Firefighters in China recently responded to a home to extract a toddler's head from inside a metal tea kettle. Oh,
10: uh-huh. <laughs> my gosh.
1: Researchers say the boy was playing with the kettle last week when, he stuck,
7: hurts,
10: when mama.
1: he stuck his head inside the metal container and then could not remove it. Firefighters took about a half hour to remove the kettle, and the boy was not seriously yeah, injured. so
3: goddamn stupid. <laughs>
1: All right, and then we'll do one more story. A woman in the U.K. was uh, secretly eating... Baby powder for 10 years before her ex-partner discovered the bizarre habit which she is now seeking
3: professional help for. How is this person not
1: dead? Lisa Anderson, who said she has depression and anxiety and has been told she may be suffering from PICA, is awaiting a formal diagnosis. Uh, she said her symptoms first started after the birth of her uh, fifth son 15 years ago. Pika is an easy eating disorder. People eat things that... Like foam uh, rubber
3: and... Weird well, yeah,
1: that it, uh, no nutritional value. They're right. not considered food. So dirt, hair, metal, pebbles, ash, clay, stuff chalk. like that. Uh, chalk, yeah. Uh, risk factors include other mental health disorders such as schizophrenia or autism as well as an iron deficiency, anemia, and malnutrition. They had footage of her actually sitting there eating baby powder. Anderson says she spends about $13 a week keeping up with her habit, which revolves around bottles of Johnson's baby powder.
8: Oh, oh she gets the good stuff, huh? So, so she eats it,
1: I mean, like every day. Uh, she said, I've always had it in the house and would douse myself with it after having a bath or shower. use it on the kids after giving them a wash, no problem. And then one day, I remember being in the bathroom and the smell was just overpowering. There was a bit of dust that had come on top of the bottle and... And I had this sudden urge to eat it. Oh, boy. And I just couldn't fight it. And I licked it off my hand and really enjoyed it. It just hit the spot. Oh. Ow! From there, she claims her addiction snowballed to the point where she can't go more than 30 minutes without it. To satisfy her craving in public, she chews on mints for <laughs> relief. Uh, she said, the longest I've been without it was two days, and that was the <laughs> worst time of my life. I hated it. Uh, Her ex-partner barged in on her in the bathroom 10 years ago after growing suspicious of her behavior and convinced her to see a doctor. She is now waiting to see a therapist for a formal diagnosis, but is speaking out so that others who have developed the strange addictions do not feel alone.
3: Again, how are you taking all of that into your body and not dying from baby powder?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, And there you go. That is what I got in the bizarre file. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. We'll get the lesson question, trash music news when we return. And don't forget, Pierre Robert, broadcasting yeah. live. Jack Frost Mountain, day up on the slopes is today. We'll be right back. Not only can
6: you hear Preston and Steve, you can see him too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
4: <coughs> <And> now, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: I don't know why. As as that song was about to fade out, I'm like, Casey, give me Gary's cough ready to go. <laughs> it's one of the most
3: chunky and disgusting things. I knew it was right after the fade in that song. <coughs> <And> now, oh. <laughs> well, we were just talking about everyone being sick.
1: <laughs> Alright, uh ten minutes after ten o'clock for the Steve Show. We'll be going live to Jack Frost Mountain in a little while. I heard uh, Rodney Bird, our uh, head engineer, uh, testing the lines. So they work. So we've got a, we got a nice direct connection to the gang in the E2000 lounge. And uh, Pierre Robert will be bringing you all the sights and sounds and maybe even a few smells. Of <laughs> no the, doubt. Of but the you, event. Rodney can do anything. It is a big, big party. And uh, he and Jackson are going to take you through that whole thing. With chances to win money, too, which is great with the uh, easy money that's on the way. Uh, In the meantime, we're going to do a lesson question. Today we're giving away a four-pack of tickets as the Philadelphia Wings face off against the Vancouver Warriors in their home opener uh, this Friday. Well, that's Today! today. Yeah, it's today.
8: Hot damn
1: tonight. Hi, Grandmom. Uh, if you own one cat, you're an atheist. If you own two, you're more religious. Uh, and if you own nine, like Steve, you're probably a what? Two one five two six three wmmr So if you own one cat, you're an atheist. If you own two, you're probably more religious. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's the other way around. I think if you own, the more cats you own in this particular scenario. But anyway, if you own nine, what do you have? Two? What are you? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in.
0: The trash
12: business is a gold
0: mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
3: All right, Steve, what stories do we have today? Well, Mike Tyson saying that he hated Michael Jackson for years after he completely ignored him during a meet and greet. Tyson says he and Jackson later became very good friends, noting that he even once got to see the King of Pop's butthole. Oh, my God! What? (laughs) Queen Elizabeth called an emergency meeting of the royal family to discuss Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's decision to step back from their duties. After the meeting, the Queen released a statement saying, quote, Detail is a pimp. It was Barzini all along. Jesus. Oh my God. Uh, 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 uh. And finally, 86-year-old Larry King and his estranged wife, Sean Southwick, have sold their Beverly Hills home for 15 million dollars. Uh, King is so old and fragile that every bathroom in the house features a walk-in bathtub and a walk-in toilet. Wow! <laughs> and that's all the track.
1: All righty, let's see if uh, we got ourselves an answer to this question this morning. Uh, If you own uh, two cats, you're an atheist. If you own one, you're more religious. If you own nine, like Steve, you are probably what? And I will go to Matthew and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Matthew, how you doing, man? Hello,
4: how you doing?
1: Good. All right, Matthew, if you own nine cats, you're probably what?
6: You are a devil worshiper. Devil
4: worshiper.
1: (laughs) Hang on a minute, Matt. (laughs) going to get your information, and we're going to give you a four-pack of tickets as the Philadelphia Wings face up against Vancouver Warriors in their home opener this Friday. Today, Wells Fargo Center, and you can experience nonstop action, fun for the whole family, and enjoy dollar hot dogs. You can get tickets at wingslax.com. Another thing going on uh, this weekend is the home show. Vote for Kathy Romano, <laughs> Romano and send those bitches running scared that she's up against.
2: But here's the thing: you you come out, you'll see all three of our designs. You're gonna want to vote for mine anyway. So
3: it, yeah. it should be pretty
2: but, easy. But vote I for have me anyway. seen
3: both. Andy and Kristen Herman selling drugs to children. Oh, my oh, God. No. So, right. And say, Listen, right.
2: They're I, not good people. They're yeah.
3: just not good
1: people. <laughs> all right. So, the home show, you'll see their, uh, their display. Have, is, is it all set
4: up or?
2: I, I would imagine they're setting it up today, okay. getting everything ready. So, uh, the, the show is open tonight. I will be there tomorrow from 4 to 6. Um, it's open all weekend. But this weekend, I believe, is the only weekend that you can vote. We're going to reveal the results on NBC10 next Friday.
3: Okay. Is there a theme to your? It's office,
2: right? Office space. Yeah, it was, okay. it was just a, a, an office space. That And I will say that... Yours um, is a
3: tribute to Avatar?
2: Mine? No, it is not a tribute to Avatar. However, that would have been awesome. I yeah. should have took you with me shopping. <laughs> um, no, mine... Is not used for the typical work you would think okay. would be done on a computer in an office. You all guys right. know what I do on my computer. I went with that theme.
1: All right. Okay. I clearly want Kathy to win, but I must say we have these are three very lovely ladies. <laughs> They're uh, all awesome. The but youngest. I'm the we,
2: loveliest I mean,
11: of them all.
1: <laughs> well, you're the youngest and most vibrant and most attractive right. and yeah. sexually
8: active. But not and... the youngest. <laughs> I, I <know>. Casey, <laughs> I mean, yes, oh, no, I look. Oh no, my god! No. <laughs> You and, out, this
2: is spiraling out of control.
3: When you were there, you were there and you watched Andy being born. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, she's so old. <laughs> All right,
0: so it's, uh, it's Saturday, so don't miss it. All right, music news. Here we go. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR.
1: And this morning it is brought to you by God Schull's. Keep that New Year's resolution with bacon when you uh, make God Schull's turkey bacon part of your healthy plan. All right, so let me see. Oh, man, I should have read this ahead of time. <laughs> I, I didn't. Uh, I got here late this morning. I, uh, my the alarm Beatles clock, broke up. My, no, oh. my alarm clock wasn't uh, set. So uh, this is coming up. It is called the My Songs 2020 tour. with It's an announcement. Uh, oh. Sting is coming to oh. town. Oh. Dude,
3: how cool is this? We've had two killer announcements this week.
4: Uh, oh, you mean as far as,
1: as far as how they were uh, connected? Executed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, no, Sting is going to be playing the Met. Dude, it's on a Friday. Are I'm, you going to go? I'm going to go to this. Fr- especially at the Met. Friday, May 1st, Sting is going to be performing the My Songs 2020 tour. Uh, tickets on sale Thursday, uh, the 16th at 10 a.m. I've, I've seen the police. I've been lucky enough. I saw them at that reunion tour, and I've always wanted to go and see a Sting solo show. What a great musician, so I may have to go do that. Tickets available at themetphilly.com, and you can listen to Pierre all next week because he will have tickets uh, for you to win to that particular show. Sting
3: sort of morphed over, in, you know, um, he, very jazzy.
1: and well, then. When has- he- yeah, when he, when he did his first solo run, yeah. he hired almost exclusively jazz Mike musicians. Mike Quinton Marsalis, right? No, it was it was Branford Marsalis and uh, uh, Omar Hakim on yeah. drums and a few other really well-known session and uh, and jazz people. And he, he needed to because his musicianship is of that level. And yeah. so he really wanted to surround himself with some super-duper talented people. Not that the police weren't talented in no, their own no. way, uh, but he, he, he brought it up a notch or two. And... Uh, uh, just a just a talented individual, songwriting, performing all of it. So, all right, uh, tickets on sale January sixteenth, ten a.m. at uh, themetphilly.com. dot uh, com. Following Sharon Osbourne's revelation that her husband Ozzy was collaborating with Elton John, turns out the two legendary artists appeared together on the title track of Ozzy's upcoming solo album, Ordinary Man, which will be out on February twenty first, and it was confirmed. By Chad Smith from the Red Hot Chili Peppers was doing an interview. He said, well, we de- he, he plays on the record. Oh, does he? He said, we decided, well, the song is a piano. Who's a really good piano player? I don't know. Let's get the Rocket Man. And so uh, Andrew Watt, the producer, he said, and I went down to Atlanta where Elton John lives uh, when he's on the East Coast. And he played the piano on the song. And he plays it beautifully, of course. And then we were like, well, why don't we have him sing a verse? Uh, Smith added that Elton and Ozzy both sound, quote, effing awesome on the song, explaining these two iconic, legendary English effing rockers that have been through it all are singing about the end of their lives. And I don't want to die an ordinary man, he said, and it is effing great.
3: Uh, I'm I'm getting more and more intrigued about this album with all these these, uh, people participating. Yeah, and uh, Ozzy's voice is still held together, you know, so...
1: And and his dancing on stage is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, he's he's got to watch doing the the break stuff. Yeah, which is cool, crazy. Gonna, he's gonna hurt himself.
3: What he does, he just stays is still, and they move the theater around him. Right. Do you uh do you want to hear any
8: of that? Yeah. Or, okay. The Elton,
3: uh, the Elton Ozzy, Ozzy Elton. Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know he had it. Here
1: we go. The beginning, it sounded a little like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. It did, it did.
0: I was unprepared for fame, then everybody knew.
1: They're auto-tuning that or something.
0: My name, oh, yeah. no more lonely nights, yeah. it's all.
1: I'm going to fast forward this a little bit because Slide Whistle.
4: Times
1: <laughs> I That's is that him? A... I think this might be
4: out in here. No. Oh
6: it is yeah.
4: the
6: try to kill my rock and roll. Just remember
0: I'm still here.
1: All right, that's not really doing it for me. No, yeah, it's uh, it's a
3: little too slow. Yeah, I would have loved a little bit more slide whistle. Uh huh. But uh, for the most part, Mm -hmm. interesting. Mm.
1: Well, there it is. Uh, Tool (laughs) frontman Maynard James Keenan's other band Pussifer or Pussifer, however you decide to pronounce it, however uh, you like your puss, has nearly finished recording its fourth full-length studio album with eleven songs completed and one more to go. Uh, the disc is not slated to arrive until 2021, but the group has been in and out of the studio for the past few months working around Keenan's schedule with Tool and his winemaking business.
3: And the new album is called An Ordinary Puss? Uh, <laughs> might be. Yeah. Uh, Keenan
1: uh, continues to tour with Tool at the moment, and the band's kicking off a new route of dates on Friday. Well, today uh, in San Diego. Evan Edson shared the apocalyptic music video for its cover of Fleetwood Mac's The Chain. Uh, the clip finds the band performing the song while the bathed in red light as smoke hovers around them. Also included is footage from the video, gears, video game Gears of War 5, for which the
3: cover was recorded. Oh, was it? As yeah. As well as some uh, desert scenes. That's a
8: great song. I'd um, love to hear
3: that version. Do we have any audio from it?
8: Uh, I'm sure Marissa can uh, right. hunt it down real quick. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I, I remember seeing that commercial. Um not that long ago, a couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, but I can't recall if it was the Fleetwood Mac or Evanescence version. I just knew it was the chain. Uh,
1: the video closes with a shot of drummer Will Hunt's drum kit on fire, possibly a reference to the riding at Mexico's Not Fest last November that prevented them from performing, and ended with Hunt's real life drums being set on fire. Wow. Evanescence released the chain last November, uh, marking their first new rock recording in eight years. By the way. Rage By the way, Ga- Gears of War is a great game. <laughs> Rage Against the Machine guitarist Tom Morello has pushed back against some of the criticism leveled at the band online uh, for headlining this year's Coachella Festival, for which tickets start at $500. No. Are you kidding me?
8: Well, nah. well hang on. I mean, Probably
1: for the whole thing. It's
8: for the whole thing. That's three full days of, of shows. Do you get a t-shirt? N- you do not. Well, you can buy one. Son it doesn't come page. with it. Uh, but you got to figure, okay, so you get three full days. What's... So Nick, you're the math guy. Five hundred divided by three is 1, it's more 000. than one hundred and fifty dollars
1: a day. Okay, so you're paying tickets. You're, you're paying one hundred fifty dollars a day. Yeah, it's still too high.
8: It's but again, it starts at noon and it goes till like midnight. That's so twelve right. hours. It's not a three hour concert. Mm. Right. Uh, nah. one,
1: that's true. One fan wrote, uh, "Rage." Uh, just FYI, Coachella tickets start around five hundred dollars and skyrocket from there. There would be no revolution at this festival. This is a festival for people that can't afford it. Uh, but Morello pointed out that the band had already headlined the event twice in the past, uh, writing uh, previously, Rage headlined Coachella 1999, uh, Coachella in 2007, and his hashtag was, you late on your hate. <laughs> Coachella will uh, take place over the weekends of April 10th through the 12th and April 17th through the 19th at the Empire Polo Club in Indio, California.
8: I mean, the real question is, can you buy single-day tickets? Because uh, you can do that. Can you do that at... Uh... Maybe would America? Hope so.
1: I would hope so. I mean, how many you know people? Well, I guess they'll get them no matter what. They have all the artists
9: coming, but and it's two weekends too.
1: Yes, Coachella. but I don't know if that if that five hundred dollar ticket. He said they start at five hundred and go up from there. So we'd have to do some digging. I don't really want to dig right now. Okay. So you guys can dig away if you want to. Let me know if you get the information. You're sleepy. Yeah. I'm make sleeping. sure you
8: call three one one if you dig. Uh, here is eight one one.
13: Before you dig, all
8: right. is it eight one one or is it three one one? I think it's eight one one. them both. All right. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh evanescence the <gasps> chain.
1: The, the chain.
4: Oh down comes tonight. Break the side.
1: I think they should have added uh, what I love about the original is, uh, and that, you know, with, uh, hang on, the part. That part we are still here, you say those harmonies. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And Amy Lee does great self harmonies on the on the um studio stuff they do they should have put that in there that would have really flesh so it out a little bit yeah, more but it sounds good yeah I mean, you know I, it always is it's got a dark feel to it that song i it's love it. that's one of the moodiest coolest songs from fleetwood mac and can you
2: can you play the beginning just one more time just yeah. the very beginning
1: sure The yeah.
3: part with the huh
4: <laughs> listen to the wind blow down coast. So
3: Delco. Delco? Did you think it was Delco? No, I didn't. <laughs> but... Listen
4: to the wind come from Delco Co. tonight. <laughs> it did there tell lots of street malls <laughs> and the people are the same. Listen to the wind blow, huh? Delco, Delco. <laughs> there it
3: is. <laughs> God. She loves Delco. She's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah she does. Yeah. She's, she's a, not that she's smart. She's a Delco girl. I think Casey. Yeah. She's a Delco fan. You she, can tell. She, she is. She, <laughs> she, can tell. she was singing to you. Delco.
12: Yeah, I'll throw it back out one more time. <laughs> to the
4: wind blow. Delco. <laughs> 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 well,
8: uh, here, Morris, send it over. What? Uh.
4: Down Call.
2: Oh,
8: okay. Yes.
9: It really does. I can't believe I didn't
6: hear
8: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't
2: yeah. believe you now have that.
6: Uh, yes!
9: Down call. <laughs> Dude, that's a new Delco official jingle. Yeah. Hit it again. Down call.
4: Wow. What is she saying though? Delco.
1: Down comes. No, down comes the night. Yeah. Or down like goes the night. It's Delco. Down Call. Down call. Down All right. Well, there you go. Amy Lee. Think, it, I blame you, Kathy.
2: I have faith in uh, Pearl Jam's new song. I think they're going to say Buck Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> no
1: yeah. We'll find out. All right. Foo Fighters, Beck, Coldplays, Chris Martin, and others will honor the late Prince with an all star tribute concert in conjunction with the Grammy Awards. Let's go crazy. The Grammy salute to
3: Prince. Oh, I love these special shows that they do, they usually record them before. The Grammy Awards. Will be held at the Los Angeles Convention Center on January 28th, two days
1: after the Grammys. Just like I said. It will be broadcast in (laughs) April. Uh, Other artists who will perform include St. Vincent, Usher, Alicia Keys, Mavis Staples, Earth, Wind & Fire, Gary Clark Jr., and Juanez. Uh, While longtime Prince collaborator Sheila E. and her band will be supporting the acts throughout the night. Uh, Other artists uh, tied to Prince like his old band The Revolution will also appear. Uh, longtime Grammy producer Ken Ehrlich uh, says the show will cover different areas areas of Prince's music career and have biographical segments interspersed between the musical performances.
8: Real quick, I mean, just looking at the guests that are going to, or the performers, I should say, that are going to do this, um, do you think you know which songs they're going to do? Uh, you, uh, like, <clears throat> Moo Fighters will probably do Darling Nikki, right? Is I that think Susanna they...
3: Haas will probably do Manic Monday, right? <laughs> Uh,
8: because well,
1: Prince wrote that is for is them. Is she okay. on the
8: list here?
3: Yeah. Susanna
1: Then, then she's got to do Manic Monday. Yeah. And uh, yes, Casey, they'll probably do and Darling Nikki because they did a cover of it, which Prince, in return, did a cover of um, uh, The Best of You uh, at the, the Super Bowl. Okay. Um, when he did the
8: halftime. Here is my prediction. I think uh, Coldplay's Chris Martin is going to do Diamonds and Pearls. Okay. That mm. is my prediction. Mm. What
9: about the, what's the Sinead O'Connor song that Prince wrote? Nothing Mm -hmm. compares to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe Chris Martin could do
8: that. I think that would be a possible choice. I think Alicia Keys will do that.
1: Oh, okay. That's Uh, a good one.
8: And then Seven. Hmm, Who will do Seven? I don't know. Uh,
1: Earth, Wind & Fire might do, you know, an up-tempo song like Let's Go Crazy or something like that. Uh, good question, but uh, there's going to be plenty of musicians and uh, plenty of time to think about that. So I'm excited. Get yourself there. <laughs> <Yeah>. I think <laughs> Beck will do bat dance, Preston. I'm excited. i excited. excited. I like the tin man. <laughs> uh, let's see. There we do uh, no, I forget that. David Lee Roth kicked off his solo Las Vegas residency and also gave a brief and worrying update on Eddie Van Halen's health. Roth launches his three-night run at the Mandalay Bay Resort. And Casino's House of Blues venue on Wednesday night returns for six shows uh, for a run in March. Uh, his show balanced Van Halen classics with a smattering of solo favorites. And shed light. he shed light on why he's hitting the stage again, albeit without his Van Halen bandmates. Uh, he said, Ed's not doing well. And singing and dancing is a perishable skill. If you have the capacity, it's something that has to be used routinely, if not for the thrill of it. And the magic of creating with other incandescent spirits. Incandescent spirits. He went on to say that this show, which will serve later this year as KISS. uh, KISS's North American Opening Act has been uh, workshopped to perfection. He said uh, most bands spend six weeks minus auditions to bring you a superb show.
3: Perfection is a relative term.
1: He said I started two years ago. Uh, I bring two guitars, sometimes three. And now it picks up the way you first heard it inside that car, the way you first heard it in those great big ugly Koss headphones that your brother lent lay. Yeah. Uh, Roth went on to sell the show by saying, what we bring here is a whole sensibility of storytelling and toasting and dedications. I've already had one request. Fellow wants to propose on stage, so we'll prepare a gospel moment. Clearly, we'll have to. It's
3: says. like a super duper grouper in the pooper. Yes.
1: <laughs> all that <laughs> crap is all that he says. Weird, yeah. um,
3: <laughs> we do have clips of the show, Preston, which Marissa's grabbing from uh, the uh, the residency. I'd be curious to get your take on it. Yeah, let me run down. Well, maybe I can kill some time yeah. here, and I'll run down the set
1: list. Um, and uh, the songs sound good. A couple of them are me, but... Um, Did you really got me? Big Train, Unchained, uh, Just Like Paradise, Atomic Punk, Dance the Night Away, Mean Streets. Wow, love that song. Uh, California Girls, Tobacco Road, Jamie's Crying, Beautiful Girls, Panama, Ain't Talking About Love. And then the encore was Just a Jigolo. I ain't got no body into jump. Actually, that's a pretty stacked set list right there. Uh, Those are all great songs. Just
8: Like Paradise is a really Great, sorry. Right? That's in there. You've been to that, right?
1: Uh, what's that?
8: Yeah, number 4. So oh, yeah. just like Paradise. Yeah, yeah. I like it that. Um, I love Main Street for one reason and one reason only. It's the song that Preston played on his answering machine when his parents were in a... Uh, oh, band. yeah. <laughs> when your parents <laughs> left for a trip and you had a rager at your
3: house.
1: It was the beginning of Mean Street, the guitar solo. And I'm like,
2: yeah. And then your dad called and the got parents the parents are right? good.
1: <laughs> he called and I hear a message from my dad that says, Get that goddamn message oh God. off of that machine right now. Yeah, this you would call up and you'd hear this and I'd be like... Woo! the parents are out of town people the party starts right now I mean, it was ridiculous and <laughs> I was 18 yeah yeah that was stupid <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway um yeah we have uh we have a clip here case can you pull it up his yeah. dance tonight away let's see if Dave sings uh the song
4: song <laughs>
1: Terrible!
9: Yikes! here's another
1: one. <laughs> hey, look, uh, David
3: Lee Ross' grandfather's up there. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 grandson's gonna be out in a few minutes, and he's gonna sing you a couple of songs. <laughs> here's just like paradise. <laughs>
4: Yes,
8: we are born And down and now Make those streets clear Hang on tight Tell me what Just like living in paradise Sounds <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like that whistle talker Old guy and um the <laughs> uh, Family Guy Yes, right, <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> We're just like living in paradise uh-huh. I love. I did love that album, Scott. That's a particularly good song when it's done the proper way. Yeah, well, that's that's right. That's everyone's going to have some <laughs> pancake and cream soda after the show. <laughs> Hang on Shh.
1: Diana uh, has a comment about that show. Hi, Diana. Good morning.
11: Good morning. Hey guys. Good.
1: What's up, Diana?
11: Okay, um, I have a friend who was at the show, and he posted a piece, a clip of one of the songs. And uh, there was like five or six of us yesterday saw it, and we all were like, "Oh my god, our teen years just dove off the top."
4: It <laughs> just stopped.
1: sullied the memory, huh? And did um, your friend who was there did he? Sometimes you know, listen, audio uh, yeah. crappy recordings don't mm-hmm. do it justice. What what were his comments about it?
11: Oh, he- or hers. Oh, oh no.
4: He said he was climbing up
11: with my youth and jumping. Okay. Terrible. He He sounds terrible.
3: Preston, you have always said that the biggest disappointment of seeing Van Halen, even in sort of their heyday, was that uh, Dave was not the best live performer.
1: Well, singer. Singer. Performer, yes, as far as uh, entertaining and putting on a show and talking to the crowd and doing backflips and jumping around and really selling it. But the actual vocal performance, and I remember being so disappointed. And this goes back to, you know, 1984, 1985, when I saw them back in the prime, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. heyday, and he wasn't doing it. I know Pierre defends him staunchly, and I, I get it, because, he, you know, he was a part of uh, Pierre's uh, anniversary concert and all that, and he's been really nice to Pierre. But I just every time I've been to the show to see him live, I've been like, oh, man, that's why I actually appreciated the uh, Sammy Hagar-fronted version of Van right. Halen. I know some people crap on that version a lot, but when you go live, Sammy sang big time and had a really big voice, too, and he performed uh, above and beyond vocally, and so that's why I appreciated that version. But the, the studio stuff that the the, the the Roth era put out is freaking amazing. Right, it's unbelievable. Right. It's some of my all-time favorite rock music. You know? The so. studio. <laughs> that's right. It does wonders, doesn't it? The <laughs>
3: studio can Help with the sound. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
13: All right, so there we go.
1: Uh, that's music news. Uh, we are going to take a break. We're going to come back. Now, before I tell you, we have a new Daily Rush video, I've been told, and it's called Elephant Sex Toy. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. I don't either. It, the description says it was the hottest gift of the 2019 holiday season, so we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out together. We were part of it, apparently. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're watching now. PresidentSteve.com sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. We'll come back in a second, and we'll give away a Word of the Week prize, and we'll go live via the magic of radio uh, to Jack Frost Mountain and the Poconos for Day Off on the slopes at WMMR. We'll be right back. Easy.
10: Easy peasy.
0: Easy as pie.
10: Easier than a dog licking his dish.
0: It's MMR's Easy Money contest.
10: You're shot at a thousand dollars cash five times every weekday.
0: Tune in at eight a.m. and eleven a.m.,
10: as well as one, four, and six p.m. to hear that hour's winning keyword.
0: It's also easy to enter.
10: It's the first thing on the MMR app.
0: Top of the page at wmmr.com,
10: or use the special contest short code
0: four five nine one one. One random entry wins a thousand bucks in cash every time. MMR's Easy Money. Five times every weekday.
10: At 8 a.m., 11 a.m.,
0: 1 p.m., 4 p.m., and 6 p.m. Sponsored by Meineke. Total car care since 1972.
10: Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com.
1: Awesome. Thank you's in order. Thank you to Patrick Warburton who came by this morning. Got his ass handed to him in the Pearl Jam contest by Nick McIlwain. He did. Yeah, maybe he was off a bit today. We
3: had to rush him through it, too. There was a miscommunication, but uh, still, he got got destroyed. He is going to be performing at uh, Punchline
1: Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow, so go see him. Nice guy. Uh, thank you also to our friends at uh, Godshall Turkey Bacon uh, for stopping in this morning and feeding all of our guests today. We do have uh, many people that are hanging about the studio today, so we got some good eats in, which is wonderful. Um, and we have an intern's last day before we check in with Pierre. Intern Sean, it's his Yay! last day today. An intern that is headed out the door, and of course, on the final day, I made him go out to my car and carry some really heavy stuff in for me. So
5: you know, bastard. No, I know, it I know. Is
1: true. I Sorry about that, man.
5: That's all right. It, uh, it was a nice workout for today. Now I don't have to go to the gym later. Uh,
1: we, we had a discussion on the way in because he was coming in the same time I was when I uh, uh, forgot to set my alarm clock this <laughs> morning. But you have uh, you got one semester to go, and that's it, yep, right?
5: One one last semester at Temple University, and then I'm off to who knows where. Who knows
1: where, man. Where it's, would
5: you like to end up? Uh, I don't know. Back here, hopefully, maybe. Back, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But radio, uh, you dig, you're digging the radio. Radio. I, I like radio and TV. I don't really have a preference right now. Just kind of whatever, whatever opportunities come my way. On the production end or on the performance end? Uh, production. Definitely. Okay. Definitely like the production end more. Very nice.
1: nice. And uh, how has uh, your your college experience been? You enjoyed it?
5: Uh, wonderful. Whether it's like friends or even just opportunities that I've had at school, I've been a producer at school for various different shows and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I love doing that, and the the live aspect of it is uh, is awesome. Do you make some friends here? You think that you'll you'll stay in touch
1: with? I mean, like you know the other interns and and some of the staff. I, mean, I hang say- out with
5: Kathy all the time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bucks Co., That's why. Yeah, that's um, right. Uh, but uh Connor I think so I'll, t- I'll definitely keep in touch with uh Andrew I actually knew beforehand and uh Jack as well uh, so I'll definitely keep in touch with them and meeting like Mary Beth and everyone. Uh, cool, everyone. Really everyone's cool. just really cool here. You know, there there's... are
2: some of our like older interns. I mean, from way back in the day, like Aaron and um uh oh my God, uh, Jake and yeah. Steve. Like they all are still pretty friendly.
5: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, that was
2: a long time ago. I
5: actually know uh, Eileen as well. Uh, I met her about a year or so ago, and she's uh, she's awesome as well. Nice um
1: now you you went out to a few of the events while you're an intern here right yep anyone that was stands out in particular that was fun uh
5: camp out was definitely fun uh i mean uh christmas miracle as well just kind of hanging out as well it's also not too far from my house back home (laughs) (laughs) proximity certainly helps yeah but i mean when i'm when i'm at temple it's not too far either so uh, it's not too bad either
1: well we wish you luck man thanks for all the help we appreciate it we couldn't do it without you thank
5: you so much for having me it's been a wonderful seven months and a Excellent. fantastic opportunity all right go graduate y'all. yeah all right, all right, all right,
1: all right. let's hear for Come sean on on his final day very today. good uh, intern absolutely all right so i believe i i our, i've been told our equipment is working let's see pierre robert e2000 lounge are you there sir
11: what what <laughs> hello
1: hey how you doing man good day citizens and here we are again in the mountains how about that
12: brother Man, it's great. It's uh, it's crisp and clean. There's a little um, sun out here, uh, but some clouds. There's snow everywhere, you know. And even though we're in the winter vibe in the uh, Philly area. You don't think of skiing necessarily because there's no snow on the ground. Uh, but up here, with their amazing ability at Jack Frost to make snow, they really run a great mountain here at Jack Frost and Big Boulder. And uh, and the place is packed. With, and, you know, we're looking out, as you guys have many times before, from that uh, E2000 Lounge perch. And I'm seeing people getting off the ski lifts, skiing, you know, getting ready to go down the hill and uh, so it's a great vibe.
3: It's awesome. Vibe. I was seeing video of the whole setup last night, and there it, it just looks great. They could certainly, you know, you uh, the, the snow is not an issue, and the weather. I mean, the conditions are very conducive.
12: Yes, indeed, and and I couldn't be healthier. And uh, that's <laughs> uh, that's between the two things, I'm hacking in Pancake's face. I'm sorry, um, poor thing. I I got him. Did I get you sick?
5: Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> He go. didn't look like
3: he felt well at all yesterday He
1: was,
12: he was not doing well yeah. Did well, you do your
3: th- thing up here that you usually do? Or no, you like to get up there early and run naked with the wolves
12: I did do that, okay. and um, uh, I beat the Wolves. Both there, there were two Wolves I was running against this year. Those are race. There was James, and there was also Henry. Henry and, and I Henry James. Henry James. Henry and James. Uh, and I did quite well against them in the naked run this morning. Very cool. That was at 530. Uh, I have some mild frostbite on both toes, but um, they say it'll be over by the time I'm done with both the program. Toes. Both, toes. both toes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I only have two toes. I didn't know. that. Was just... I lost all the other ones. He I've um, never seen you with your yeah. shoes off, so I wouldn't well, doubt
3: it. Impressive he had the other reason. eight removed for wolf racing.
12: Exactly. Years of wolf racing going got on here. To. Uh, if you're going to be a wolf racer. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's part of, you know, you play hockey, you lose teeth. You lose toes. You play, play hurt. You play hurt, baby. Yeah. That's <laughs> how it goes.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: All right, uh, you want to do the letter of the day?
0: I do. All right, two toes, here we go. The Preston and Steve on 933 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. All right.
1: <laughs> the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter.
12: I love two toes. Yeah. <laughs> um, H as in Henry, of course. All right, and <laughs> we'll,
1: we'll take caller seven uh, to find if they know the word 215 263 WMMR. Caller number seven, you get to take a shot. At uh the word of the week, um so now are you are you going to get out and try to ski at all or is that not going to be possible today?
12: well uh the doctor has advised me to stay here and yep. get a sponge bath instead <laughs> um so that's what I'm going to do okay, nothing um,
3: like a good mountain sponge bath
12: yeah, yeah, nothing like well the wolves will do it. <laughs> For me later, um, uh, and then Rob, one of our engineers, has to run up to Starbucks, fifty-five miles away from here, and get me some coffee. One time, um, there's a, there is a like a Starbucks. What do you call those things? Stores. Restops. No, well, uh, oh I mean, you're on the turnpike, we, you know, you have to get off on those rest stops. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And what? It, and so I thought it, you know, it was right up the thing, and I had missed it on the way here, and I go, well, maybe someone can go. And Rob said, well, I'll go. And it turned – what do you have to do?
11: Uh, he had to uh, drive to the uh, the rest stop, then drive to the next exit on the turnpike, get off of the turnpike, pay the toll, get back on the turnpike, and then drive back to Jack Frost Mountain.
12: It was 50 it, miles. It
11: took about an hour and 40 minutes. For, for a cup of coffee.
12: coffee. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. There you but go. I was worth it. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure Rob thought so. That every moment of it was worth it. Rob for him. has never forgiven me for this <laughs> day. There, there, there it uh, so, what do you have planned uh, for today, sir?
12: Well, I thank you for that ask, and the thing is, we've got things. We've got uh, some birthdays to celebrate, uh, three different kinds. And uh, Clarence's birthday would have been tomorrow, so we'll do a workforce block of Bruce Rod Stewart's birthday is today. We will do a block of the great Rod of the Mod, and Brent Smith of Shinedown uh, is also celebrating a birthday, so we will uh, cover Shinedown in the workforce blocks, and um, we'll also have uh, the possibility of a thousand bucks to uh, offer in a couple of different occasions. Um, and you know, one of them coming soon. Uh, but, you know uh, what,
1: Pierre? It. We should probably do it right after I get the winner here because it's it's eleven it's ten fifty eight. You just want to hang on and we'll do it right now. We were
12: thinking that I could tell you a story. Uh, Please do. do. You don't need to tell us a story. <laughs> there was this time I said. Let me go to the calls and
1: see if we can get a winner. We're looking for caller number seven. Hang on the line here and uh, let me see here. Oh, hang we on. held hostage, and I boldly broke in. I'm going to go to Ed Ed on line knows. seven. Ed, good morning, sir.
4: Hey, good morning, Peter. Ed, How you
1: doing? Wonderful. Ed, do you know the uh, the word of the week?
11: Yeah, sloth. Sloth. Great. Day in the morning. That's it. Oh, you go. Oh,
1: Amongst all that noise, I, there is a prize wow. in here somewhere. Oh, this uh, this prize is brought to you by the newly renamed Valley Tower at Valley Forge Casino Resort. And we're going to set you up with an overnight stay, dinner for two, and two tickets to an upcoming show. You have to be at least 21 years of age, which I'm sure you are. Uh, so you're set to go. Congratulations, Ed.
11: Thank you very much. P.A.
4: Have those ladies.
12: <laughs> don't, actually, you should be thanking Preston and Steve. He's kind of thank me, but it's their prize. I just um, sort of like it's, horn in on it at the, at the end. So, it's your letter, man. You're horning so. all over it. All right. Well, uh, I, it's a group effort, and that's why we have love, and that's where love came from. New name,
1: same great uh, place. It's a Valley Tower at Valley Forge Casino Resort where the house is yours. Gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. Uh, So we have about roughly a minute before I have to officially wait for until we uh, hit the button and do the giveaway. But this will not be your only chance to win because we do uh, the easy money several times throughout the day. In fact, Jackson, who will be, what time does he usually get in, Pierre? Does he show up for the the broadcast? I'm sure he's there, you know, skiing and stuff ahead of
12: time, right? Yeah, he gets here sometime between noon and one o'clock usually. and. He's hanging out. He he comes up in his Jeep, which is the equivalent of a small Sherman tank. Right. Uh, you, uh, it takes over two full lanes on the uh, expressway. You can't not miss it. Uh, plus the machine gun turrets and then the bazooka uh, launchers. Right. I mean, it's you you definitely get out of the way when Jackson is on his way.
1: Uh, so Pierre's going to have not only the opportunity now, but again at 1 o'clock. And then uh, Jackson will, as broadcasting from the E2000 lounge, have a crack at 4 and then at 6 p.m. as well. So this happens uh, several times throughout the day. So he will be giving you that opportunity, uh, him and Sarah, broadcasting live. All right, I think we're set to go. And uh, if you have the, the word, or do, we don't have the word here. Well, so I have no, oh, it. Oh, yeah, all, right, we we all right, let's fire this thing up. Here we go.
0: 93.3 WMMR. Take all this cash. It's time for your shot at easy money. Pierre
12: Robert, take it away. Thank you, sir. The word is winner, W-I-N-N-E-R. Winner. You have till 15 after the hour to text that to us at 45911 or the special mobile uh, app thing or the uh, contest page at WMMR.com. And uh, good luck for Meineke and all of us at 9033 WMMR in Philadelphia. The contest thing, it's a good thing, and it's the word is winner. All right, winner. W-I-N-N-E-R. Let's have winners. All right. That'd be a winner. not It's singular, not plural. Winner, winner, winner. And
1: uh, <laughs> don't forget, you'll get a call if you're randomly selected in the nationwide contest. Win a $1,000. Complete contest rules available at WMMR.com. So good luck from Meineke and MMR. Uh, Pierre Robert, have an enjoyable day there, sir. Be safe. Have fun. And uh, we will catch up with you uh, uh, next week, but uh, we'll be listening, obviously, while you're there. All right? Sports up, sports, sports up, brother. <laughs> All right, see you two toes. Uh, let's see. I want to thank our sp- <laughs> I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve shows brought today by Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston Steve show. Also brought to you by Jack Frost and Big Boulder Ski Areas, where the snow comes first. Next week, big week on the program. Uh, Todd Glass, Todd Glass, we'll be in the studio. You always know what that's like. We're also going to talk to Josh Hartnett. Yeah, I haven't spoke to him in ages. Uh, comedian Nick Thune will be here. Uh, our good friend Brittany Taylor from What's the show? Very Cavallari. Very Cavallari. I watch it all the time. Our calendar girl, Brittany, and uh, comedian Kurt Metzger. And oh, we're gonna talk to John Cryer too. So start cool. next week. That's it. We are done. Rage on Have a great weekend, Gangables. See you later.
8: The Greston and Steve love you. I hate you Live.
10: One size fits all. My ass one
8: size fits all.
11: Greatest lie of all time. One size fits all.
10: Next message.
11: Yeah, see. It's Friday,
8: see. Time to tell everybody at work to kiss my ass, see. That's gonna have a beer at happy hour, Shane, or I'm smacking you upside the head.
10: Next message. Is there any
11: way we can make a law where all the candy bar makers can only sell their single size candy bar for a dollar? Why am I paying three dollars? You guys basically want a loan for a king size candy bar for the grown kids of America like me. Let's make it happen. Let's save the world. One dollar.